I ain't gonna uh, lie to you, people, America, yeah. wherever you're listening to this, uh, to the to this podcast from, from your lovely homes, household, or even place of work. Tell. I just want to say I'm feeling great, man. We we did we, we did some shit last week, didn't we? Did we oh, yeah, we, we did, we did, we did, we did. We did, we did. You know, uh, I, I don't want to, you know, we, we filmed some uh, some content. I'll I'll say that. And um, thank you to everyone that, that was out there and helping your boy, man. Uh, the Quincy Jones Show, man. That's all I got to say. This is it. This is the the show. This is the cast. I am yeah. your host, Quincy Jones Go. Uh, like yeah. I said, I got a little pep in my step, a little Percy in my DNA, and uh, those who get it, get it. Uh, but we got my best damn tag partner slash co-host slash, I mean, content creator, uh, leader of the free world, um, hip-hop hybrid. All the above, hip-hop hybrid. Yes. You know the deal. I do. But no, nah, you already know. I mean, we talked about it last week. We had the video shoot. It was uh, or at least day one. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and, um, yeah. And, and and in two words, no mercy. That's all, and we'll we'll keep it moving. Like I said, man, foot on gas, foot on neck, but we ain't here for all that. Doc Lesnar, by the way, this is the Quincy Jones Show. It's another app in the new year, yep. and we got news for y'all. You know we what I mean? We do. Um, I mean, in, in case y'all been living under a rock, mm-hmm. obviously, lots of news to be tending to. But we're gonna get right into it, man. Um. Yeah, major, we should explain though. We we are we are mobile again this this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we are we are we Just are mobile. Cautious, you know what I mean? Uh, like we said, it's all about the Zoom. It was your punchline last week. You left me hanging this week. It's all good. MLW, oh, no. you took <laughs> all the good ones last week. No, dog, you hit, that was the only good one. <laughs> I liked all yours. You, you said Le- you said Legion of Boom or Legion. You of said Zoom. Boom Brigade. I did say Legion of Boom. Said, but you said uh, Dungeon of Boom. Dungeon of Zoom. Oh, Zoom. There you go. And then I did uh, the Zoom Patrol. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, did. Major League Wrestling. They announced they got a lawsuit filed against WWE, the Fed, alleging that WWE has perpetrated unlawful interference with MLW's business in order to minimize the level of competition the promotion presents to WWE. That sounds quite familiar. Isn't that what they did? I mean, 80s, 90s, I think that's kind of their MO. So it's definitely not outside the realm of what's believable. But um, I guess the only thing based uh, that to be subjective is uh, how people's uh, personal opinion is about what kind of competition they would even serve to them uh but goes mm-hmm. on to say one example of this that they gave in the lawsuit uh was in regards to a streaming service deal they had in place with tubi uh yep. that was uh, about to be announced mm-hmm. publicly and we s- talked about it briefly on the show too yeah, they said it was Stephanie McMahon who who I guess she kind of just stepped to an executive at Tubi located in California about their license agreement. Says Mrs. Uh, or oh, it says funny. It says Ms. I don't know how that. Whoa, something we don't know. Something mm. we don't know. Hold up. Mm, mm. Ms. McMahon initially pressured the Tubi executive to deny MLW a time slot that will compete head to head with WWE's NXT programs on Tuesday nights. But Ms. Again, this is the second one. Ms. McMahon ultimately pressured the Tubi executive and another senior executive at Fox to terminate the agreement in its entirety. 
Tubi's affiliate Fox could lose WWE's business or preferred content if Tubi did not uh, acquiesce. Ooh, didn't think I'd ever have to say that word out loud because I'd never seen it in my hands before. But the WWE's demand and terminate is to uh, their agreement with MLW as uh, effective August 9th, 2021, the night before a planned press release about mm-hmm. this whole deal as a result of WWE's pressure and interference. Well, I got to say something, you know, you kind of said, you know, because I, I would say MLW is arguably one of the most successful, if not uh, m- most uh, popular indie right now in terms of presentation. Alternative? Alternative? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, right? yeah. There's but, a lot of but love let's from Let's look sure. at the owner. Look at the owner. Former WWE writer, Court Bauer. You know what I mean? So to me, Very he true. is competition. He knows some of the tricks of the trade. And to me, to well, go that this far, isn't the first time I've heard. This I was just going to say, yeah yeah. You, yeah, yeah, I learned about that. But yeah, the, the contract tampering and stuff like that, I believe it's something that he has brought up before, but on a smaller scale where, you know, you're certain. Oh, depends. no, I, I got the I got that. What it was, was the lawsuit. 19 pages also claim WWE WWE did the same thing before with MLW's relationship with Vice TV. That's yeah. Yeah. At, I did at the hear start about of that. 2021 yeah. said, quote. A then WWE executive warned Vice TV that WWE owner Vince McMahon was, quote, pissed Pissed, that Vice Vice TV was airing MLW programs and that Vice TV should stop working with MLW. The Vice TV executive responded that WWE's conduct was illegal and an antitrust violation, with the WWE executive responding that she could not control McMahon. So See, that but, was the thing that's weird about that is I don't know where the 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 leverage where he would feel that they need to stop working with them because I don't I don't know if they have an outside relationship with WWE. Uh, besides maybe partnering on some of the you know I, I well, don't that's know what I was about people, to say like you know, like with the with the dark side of the ring thing that's the only yeah thing, but, but I don't but, know I feel like that backfired now. Well, I was gonna say I wouldn't think that they would have uh like maybe they're they're licensing names for them to use possibly that mm-hmm. could be it. That That's could be, true. That could be literally like the the because I was gonna say like they wouldn't want that plane ride from hell story getting out there, bro. Yeah, like and the, the yeah, they did do stories and, on Macho, you know Owen, what I mean, and, and a few Owen guys Hart. like that. And oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That's the big one. I mean, obviously they probably could roll their eyes at another Montreal screw job. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, documentary, but yeah, everything else they kind of they kind of you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I did have courts uh, quote about the uh, lawsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah. He says, uh, WWE has been wrongfully depriving its competitors of critical opportunities for many years, but its latest conduct has been even more unconscionable. Unconscionable. Hmm. Never seen that before. I think we speak for the rest of the professional wrestling world when we say that this anti-competitive behavior has to stop. While WWE commented that WWE believes these claims have no merit and intends to vigorously defend <laughs> itself against them. I'm I'm, so. I'm I'm betting it's that same guy that's been their lawyer that we saw on on uh on Dark Side too. That's like, yeah. Fuck. But uh, yeah, they, they also claim that this inf- interference led to a forty percent drop in ticket sales. I I don't doubt it, man. I mean, that's... Yeah, they, they, they said they, they lost the critical. Pl- I mean, especially when they lose the deal to streaming. A lot of people used to be. You know what I mean? So that would have been yeah. great for them. Uh, they said it's obviously it still offers a streaming on YouTube, but it's still, you know, it doesn't really afford a meaningful uh, audience as was as how it's written right here. But yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, the that, deal that, was set to be transformative for both parties. And that that's the thing. It's like, that's so crazy because I don't know, man, it's, it's maybe they were like, 
well, since we're going to clean out this whole indie thing, like they just want to get rid of the indies, I guess, or some shit. I don't know, dude. It's, but the, the, as far as the rest of the allegations made in the lawsuit, it's uh, WWE attempting to poach uh, MLW talent uh, and airing footage mm-hmm. of one of their uh, fighters without authorization or content or, co- or consent. I'm sorry. Uh, WWE also allegedly attempted to uh, induce MLW's wrestlers to breach their contracts and reveal confidential and proprietary information about MLW's business. So, Ooh. Uh, among the rest that we just commented on. So, yeah. Dirty, man. Dirty. Looking for... Ra- for, and all, for uh, all I'm saying is, Court is a smart guy. I'm not saying... Yeah. And I'm not just backing him just because of whatever, you know, how I'm feeling about WWE. It's a night and day, right? But he's not going to spend money on a 19-page, what'd you say? Uh, yeah, 19-page lawsuit. If he doesn't have any sort of... Uh, antitrust lawsuit too and that's big i mean I, I just don't see him going even trying to take wwe to court if he doesn't have any substantial uh evidence to back this yeah. up seriously that's seriously only, like that that's literally all, all i can say about that but um speaking of the fed though i know um obviously we just recently had a round of releases uh that yeah. were kind of uh part of some sort of uh Frat agenda house, maybe? frat house message sending I don't know, like. <laughs> it was shocking uh for sure especially willie uh william regal uh i know he finally commented on his release saying i think he took a twitter saying thank you to wwe for a wonderful 21 year run you gave a lad who was happy and in wonderland wrestling on the carnival have a charmed life for 21 years uh no complaints and please no one waste time replying as i won't have a bad work a bad word said against the company i will add that wwe saved my life in 1999 when they didn't need to kept my family fed and took me all around the world you have my gratitude forever you allowed me to live a charmed life i thought that was beautifully said I was gonna say, came in like he, you know, leaving like how he came in, man, with, with that yeah. you know, grace. Real man, no, yeah. it's just crazy because you know how how far back him and Triple H go, you know, WCW the days. Blue Bloods, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, the Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's yeah. Uh, that, man, that's crazy. That's where the whole, tri- you know, Triple H or Hunter Hearst, the whole Blue Bloods, yeah, really, yeah. Really except he was like, like French or whatever. So, but within the same uh, clubhouse, there, uh, Road Dog, you know, part of the same hit job. Uh, yes, sir. I guess there is a uh, a um, update on him. Uh, I know one of the things I had sent to you guys in the trios chat was, uh, you know, following his release uh, in January 5th. He was actually asked on Twitter, you know, uh, if he would consider going to AEW to reunite with Billy Gunn. And his response was, this light bill ain't going to pay itself, you know. But uh, I, I did, I I did, did hear, hear about that. Yeah. 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 And uh, I did see that they were announced for an appearance together, too, shortly after that. Really? Uh, yeah. The, as the New Age Outlaws at the Squared Circle Expo in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, on April 15th and 16th. That's interesting, because I'm wondering that, that that's why this other news that I saw uh, broke uh, as a result, since they're already being, you know, uh, called that. Because yeah. it said that, you know, following the release, you know, from his contract last week with Road Dog. Uh, and, you know, obviously T's, you know, ta- you know, obviously we're reuniting, like you just said, just said that uh, Billy Gunn himself just filed a trademark the term New Age Outlaws back on January 7th. Um, yeah, two days after the release, dude. You know, so I mean, but he that's the thing. He's always been good on his uh, on his uh, what's it called? IPs and his uh, trademarks and shit like that. Yeah, he won't be Kip and Monty Sop for too long. <laughs> it's going to be the Voodoo Kin Mafia yeah. reunited, baby. I didn't mind the James gang though. That was that was hey, clever. If, if, hey, if we could just get our truth 
back. You know, because someone was saying that about like, you know, I don't want to jump ahead, but they were like, yeah, yeah. If, oh, if well, he, I was gonna say um too that I guess they filed for general merch and general pro wrestling use. I saw it was like socks, yeah. uh shirts, hat, like so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah hoodies, to... sweatshirts. And I did want to note uh Brian James or Road Dog, he is currently taking bookings for seminars and signings. That's but cool. and and he has indicated that him and Billy are supposed to make more appearances as New Age Outlaws, and even joked about possibly being a producer in AEW. I wouldn't so. be against that. I mean, you know, it's it, that's, it's just, that's just one of those things. It's like, man, we spent so many times trying to, you know, get our program to 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 pop mm-hmm. a rating over you, and then it was like, now let's just fucking work together. Like it's it's kind <laughs> of like this weird. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like well, I worked at TNA. Fuck it. <laughs> well, that's true, too. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you know? he doesn't have, you know, but it's like to be like, man, we were just in the trenches against each other. And now we're working side by side to kind of make. Yeah, because honestly, better. not awesome. If they went there on some, we're just here to work on wrestling. Him and his brother could probably contribute greatly to that team over there. You know, I mean, there are some guys that they're familiar with, but that's if they're not working. I mean, he, he definitely helped Billy get over more than he is now with his kids. Yeah. <laughs> just, but, you know, speaking of NXT, I guess worth noting, it said that uh, uh, this is via PW Insider. Uh, the NXT creative team has been informed that for now, they will now, now fall under the direction of Bruce Pritchard and Christine Lubrino, uh, directly reporting and answering to them. Uh, so, Okay, it's going to get goofier, y'all. I don't know. I mean, after what I'm going to drop in this uh, <laughs> review, you, you'll let me know. Uh-huh. I know you promised to, so mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you always keep it how it is. But you know, uh worth noting though, I mean, speaking of NXT and um just I mean overall, you know, it seems like Road Dog may have be having this reemergence uh back on the scene, you know, new age owls and stuff. Uh someone else mm-hmm. just got uh uh you know told that they may be able to. I guess it's on him, you know, he hasn't really made a statement about it, but Corey Graves. Uh, has been officially cleared, I believe, by WWE doctors uh, specifically. Yeah, for, for a physical in-ring return. Um, yeah, I heard it was uh, towards the end of the of last year, uh, which is weird to say because we're like two weeks into the new year. Yeah, it's really um, but it was like when... you mean last month. <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently it was when he. I guess he recently won the twenty four seven title. I guess it was like a day or two before that he was cleared and taken off the uh, no contact list. That's you know it's funny because I, that, I could see him like yeah so you're uh, you're 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 good to go buddy with with a hit on the shoulder like how about you just go and dip a toe and see how you feel huh? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it came off to me when I read that. Yeah, especially especially when you think about it, he had to get he, he rolled someone up and then he got rolled up and that's still stacking himself on his shoulders neck. Yeah, uh, you know he obviously had like the concussion stuff, so it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and, and you know, Mark's been saying more than anything that he should have been off the sticks and just been helping managing. managing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mouthpiece. And, he's got the look, the tats. Like, and, and no, I don't mean him managing Carmella. I don't mean that. No, all. no. Not, not I think all. that's the thing is once he went to commentary, his character broke. And so, and he's gone so far past that version of the Corey Graves we know because yeah, I feel that's like true. That's very the, true. the one from NXT active Corey Graves former yeah. NXT tag champion which who was it I think Pac yeah or, or, or it was Neville Neville yeah I, I feel Neville. like he could have be he could he could have been a good mouthpiece for like Baron Corbin at first because of the tattoos or something you know or that I don't know it's just a plethora I, of things and, that and, and it is kind of a 
there's some evidence that there's some like professional friendship between them, or not just professional, but personal friendship outside of because like the way yeah. that the you know you could tell you puts a little extra effort into putting them over on commentary too. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, but, definitely. I do know. But, but shout out to him though. You know what I mean? I don't know if that that means. Obviously, a lot of people are already kind of drawing some suspicions because obviously the Royal Rumble is going to be coming up soon. So, and, and yeah. when you think about it, that's one of those kind of safe bets most of the time because there's so many people in it. So you don't have as much to really do like responsibly. I mean, to hit your mm -hmm. greatest hits and then get out of there kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's um, even if you so, get to get your shit in. That's true. You know, I, I don't even know what his shit would be. I mean, his move before was like just the, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a, a, a submission. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I just remember. Yeah. I mean, if he came in back that, to the ring with, with the, with I was just going to say, yeah. just stay down. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm cool. not, I mean, that's Royal Rumbles. That's, you know, when Edge mind. came back, everyone went nuts. You know what I mean? That's that's where yeah, careers yeah, yeah. go to be revitalized. So I'm not mad at it. Um, but I know there's just a there's all this fever pitch too, because I know there's all that stuff with you know, yeah, they Mickey just I was about and, to say they, they just, just announced Mickey. the Mickey stuff, yeah, which is already yeah. that 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 didn't just blow down this forbidden door, it blew down in a whole conversation about this forbidden door now, right? Like where it's all yeah, because that's impossible in the realms of WWE ever coming to that door and thinking they're too good to come out. I mean, yeah. they'll pull up to the, to the, to the house and wait for you to come out. They're not going to go up to the door. That's how they are. You know like what I mean? They'll, they'll drive, they'll drive right by your house knowing you live there, but until they yeah. actually need some sugar, then they'll come up to you. Yeah. They'll like, stalk you. No. Yeah. They'll make <laughs> you know sure they know I mean? where you're at. They'll make sure but, they got tabs to see what you're doing. But, I but mean, it I, wasn't until, uh, what's his name, uh, from impact that kind of confirmed it on the tweet uh oh scott demore yeah scott demore yeah and i was like oh so this is for real so because and i know that's got more of a buzz because obviously you got some of the throwback women coming back lita and cool kelly and kelly kelly, kelly, cool. kelly. Uh, but i feel yeah. like the kelly kelly's and tory wilson's are always like obligatory you know to fill the rumble I, for, I, the for, for my dollar but i, I rather, did hear I'd Melina, though I, for my dollar i'd rather victoria you know what i mean so yeah I mean, very much so i, I did hear melina and I'd be cool. I mean, it's still a little. That's some NWA represent, uh, representation, though. So yeah. That's maybe maybe that's being brokered with Mickey, because that's the thing. Well, I, I, people have been like, you know, even though she's champion for Impact, she still has like the NWA ties. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm wondering how wide or how many rooms are in or past this door. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, how many tenants we got in this bitch? So <laughs> well, it was good. I think that's what's exciting because we we even heard uh, you know Moose is making noise about like. Yeah, you know, kind of throwing that, that 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 challenge to uh to the the chief, mm -hmm. uh, a Roman and stuff. Chief. So, uh, I I think it'd be cool either way. I mean, personally, as far as uh getting back to Corey, if if he was gonna be actually starting to kind of regularly try to get in the ring and do like an actual career or continue his career from where it was, I'd rather it be in uh, NXT. But then again, you gotta think about how much green motherfuckers are there who may fucking hurt him on accident, right? So, but you know what though, Graves could roll with harlan Ooh, and gacy i mean that might make them more legit because i heard that tag match was basura this week but we'll uh, get to that oh, oh the one well, that they had i mean it's, I heard, uh, not it's not like in quality in finish is oh yeah heard. yeah it's just it, i mean it, <laughs> it really is just a squash for no reason yeah well the thing too i was going to say not to add fuel to the fire because you know i'm not a uh, active participant in rumor innuendo but i know Russell gaslighting Boats. these rumor <laughs> these 
<laughs> these clickbait sites. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, well, Russell Votes had said uh, they they tweeted out a couple of days ago. Uh, had more than one source this weekend without me directly asking. State may believe WWE will try for an unexpected forbidden door entrant for the men's Royal Rumble. Personally, I'm skeptical it happens, but I can confirm WWE mm. is at least open to the idea, which is exciting enough. What I mean that 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 honestly describes it 100. Yeah, because they, then, they they pretend that no one exists, so the fact that they're actually going to yeah. publicly talk about this too, you know what I mean? So hey, and, and Vince never went to Japan to meet Anoki, right? I, I was gonna say. That also means when you when you say it like that, that means that whoever it is, if this is going to be something that actually flourishes, because, you know, it's one of many ideas that they come up with and may not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if someone actually shows up on the men's side, that means that they're forced to acknowledge another company. Right. Yeah. Well, they already kind of especially have if this the... is someone that's never been in WWE before. They would have to be like that's So and so from blankety blank. And I'm like. Wait, what? Like, I mean, yeah, they yeah. The, new, the new Japan. So, any anybody that they're able to like pay to use their like stuff to help like introduce people with past uh, footage, yeah, they'll they'll shout them out or they'll put like a little courtesy of, right? Yeah, but, but it's it's small. But yeah, but, it's, it's, but it's not like even with AJ Styles, they said, "Oh my!" It wasn't like, "Oh, it's the former IW." Like like I think JBL would say it after a while when he was on the roster for a bit. But like you know, it's one of those things where I'm thinking this is going to be kind of a moment in itself. But I don't I don't want to get into mm. it, but. I know, speaking of, like, Rumble, or I guess possible Rumble surprises, I know you had some oh, yeah. update on uh, a major name. I mean, and it may not even be with the Rumble, but obviously possibly one of the options yeah, on the board. You know, spec- speculation is, like, you know, 25% of the wrestling news I was going to say, that's real close you know? to that rumor house. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say Forbidden Door, but he's not signed anywhere. Free agent Johnny Gargano, Jonathan Wrestling, as I like to say sometimes. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, he kind of got people wondering because, you know, Royal Rumble is all about when you hear that theme song, oh shit moment, you know what I'm saying? Wrestling is about moments. We say it all the time on here. And he ironically tweeted out, you know, when I start working out to wrestling theme songs, dot, dot, the itch is slowly starting to come back, dot, dot, you know, which is what started getting people to think maybe he's thinking about the Royal Rumble. But what was also interesting is that he also tweeted out a special Johnny Gargano shirt that says bet on yourself. That's limited edition. It's Iron Man colors. But it's interesting because it says only available for two weeks which has people thinking is his store closing in two weeks. And now it I was just down. about to say, cause he, he, the first one he, he put out when it, when it returned to the store, was it better on yourself? But this is a special edition version of that. Is what you're saying. That, that it says limited edition Iron Man colors, but a lot okay. of people are wondering because it's only two weeks away, or maybe it's just Johnny with smart, you know, uh, smart marketing. To he wouldn't be the first. Things. Yeah. He it, wouldn't it's, be the first. it's because it says here, only available until January 25th, all right? The 26th is when AEW Dynamite is in Cleveland. So that's why a lot of people think Man, it's exactly that, the day after. That can go is either it, way. Yeah, because if you notice, AEW doesn't really sell their merch on Pro Wrestling Tees anymore. You got to go directly to shop AEW. Oh, is that true? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, know they, I know they still have a tab, but like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I gotta... 
it's well, kind of like or like it's trying. been a while it's been a while since i since i, I needed to get a shirt over there well i will say this i've done it on the app and the app is not very user friendly so it could just be the app but the other end of that is that the royal rumble is on the 29th that i was just about to look that up to see so, what that was so it, again that could really go either way so it's yeah, like it's, it's, it's really either that wednesday or that sunday yeah oh so, so yeah if we don't, so I, mm, you know okay. only bring the good headlines to the show baby all right we'll see but uh <laughs> no that is very interesting and honestly it's 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 just as interesting as if we knew if he was going to stay or go the first time yeah you yeah know? so that that's mm. um the only other news left i have uh and this is kind of uh i think everyone can get on board with this one this comes from um you know we were talking about the tribal tribal chief earlier this comes from the anoa family or mm-hmm. anoa'i anoa'i yeah uh rikishi Big Quiche mm-hmm. is calling for, uh, you know, this action right here. And I feel like, you know, we could all get behind this. He says, quote in a tweet, I feel it's long overdue. Hashtag Umaga HOF class of 2022. What say you at WWE Universe? Should my brother go in this year? Question mark, question mark. Hashtag again, Umaga class of 2022. I think R- Rikishi went in already, right? I believe, yeah, he went in with too cool. I believe. Did or I believe no, cool? I believe he, I no, believe he went, he by went in and didn't think too cool is what happened, and then they reconciled after that or whatever. Um, I'm not mad at it, but I, it's weird, man. I, I don't know what the relationship is because, like we talked about before, there's that ironic childhood connection with you know. Uh, what's his name, Khan and and his sister and working on the project with The Rock, you know, with Young Rock. And then you got Naya being released, you know, not too long ago. But then at the same time, it's balanced with the the bloodline being so heavily featured. So you you got Solo Sequoia, you know, then you got. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you also got, you know, the whole thing with The Rock being dangled for survivor series didn't happen we get this stupid whatever egg russian i don't know what the hell that was I, 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 you know what i mean I, so i'm in the i'm in the minority on that one because i for me i never thought that he was ever going to be there based on how they were talking about it no i did oh, i didn't yeah. either but i just thought it's one of those oh, things oh, in the where frame of public they're opinion. grossly naive yeah yeah and, you know and they they use it anyway and think well not everyone's on got the iggy i I guess the reason why i'm you know i'm for the umaga stuff and i get i get what you're saying because it it, it could be like some politics stuff that we don't know or some personal stuff we don't yeah that's all i'm worried about i'm i'm more about them being just yo get your balls up make shit right because when he passed y'all didn't say shit about it y'all didn't y'all didn't even put give him a graphic or nothing and i was kind of like really surprised seeing as Y'all built, y'all invested a lot into him, and he was part of one of your biggest drawing fucking WrestleMania main events because it involved him, Bobby Lashley, Vince, Stone Cold, and of course Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's and like, it, it, you can't erase him. Like you yeah, can't. You can't, especially yeah. yeah, with modern uh topics from the last decade. You know, you Google Donald Trump, that's gonna be in there. You it's, know, I was gonna say you can't you, you can't take him out. He's a part know, of so. it. Without him, Donald Trump is not even yeah. You know what I mean? It had to be somebody, and he played yeah. the part. So, I, I always thought it was weird how they handled that. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I thought it was definitely worth throwing down on uh, this week's, uh, you know, listen news. You know what? That on the did radar. they ever say anything about Rosie? I don't know. 
I think they. I want to because say I mean so. that's Roman's brother. That's his older brother. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. so I wonder if they they can go in as three minute warning and then they also acknowledge Umaga. You know what I mean? I don't know. That would that would be cool. I wouldn't be mad if they wanted to do that. I don't. I let's just hope yeah. that it's not Bischoff and inducting him and let that let the family do that. No, maybe have, maybe I would, have Roman. I would think the bloodline should. That'd be cool too. I was gonna say between Roman Rikishi and, and the Usos, I think it definitely because because you, know. you got Roman's brother and then it's the Usos' uncle, right? I mean, the Hurricane. Does he get a shout out? He, he took him I mean, under his did. wing. I was about to say, he was in training, right? So. He took him under the wing. But uh, but that's all we got for news, man. Uh, I'd say we uh, fast forward and take a bullet train toward uh, NXT territory. What you think, man? Yeah, sounds good to me, man. Uh, this is the, the first NXT post New Year's Evil. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but as you already know, we reported last week, uh, we have a new NXT champion. So as such... We uh, start the show off with Braun Breaker being introduced, uh, obviously, as the new champ. Crowd, uh, interesting enough, we got one part of the crowd chanting, you deserve it, but a louder section chanting, no, you don't. So I thought that mm. was, uh, I was like, ooh, first night out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> first time? You'll get used to it. Yeah, I was about to say, first uh, time, huh? <laughs> uh, he thanks Champa surprisingly, and says that he is an amazing athlete, a great performer, but more importantly, an outstanding human being. As he credits him for paying respect to his father at front row uh, after, you know, when the cameras were off and still, you know, basically making it seem like he wasn't doing it just for, you know, just to do it. Uh, but says he knows oh, that he God. does have big shoes to fill, uh, but says that he's ready to do it and uh, loves that WWE has no bye weeks, no days off and warns everyone looking to challenge in the future that when they show up to train, he's already trained. When they go to watch film, I've already watched it. And when you decide to leave early, I'm staying late because I'm the NXT champion and I'm going to prove each and every week why I've earned the NXT championship. So cool little promo. Wasn't that uh, that long, you know? Okay. <clears throat> but his, uh, his music hits and because uh, our first match of the night is Santos Escobar versus uh, Zion Quinn, uh, Alexa Lopez in a pole match. Oh, no. Oh. Um, Santos comes out. Nah, no pole matches. We already got. Uh, we already got the one. Trust me. On. I, yeah, trust me. Uh, but uh, yeah, Breaker uh, on his way to the back while his music hits. Santos, uh, you know, he's rolling out with LDF. They share a brief but interesting stare down. Um, before, I heard. You know. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, I'm all for that. Are you not? Well, whatever me. keeps Santos. I mean, I, I I don't want him to stay in NXT if he's going to be spinning his wheels with Zion, which. Hopefully this is definitive and done. Not to skip too far ahead, but no, that, that's my thing. I'm wondering about, about his age because I'm not against him, you know, allowing Sequoia to get the win with them. But it was just interesting. I'm like, they didn't really. He's been kind of protected more than anything this whole time. Yeah, for and a while. I'm hope, and I'm hoping that this is not going to be, you know, the start of some fucked up iceberg <laughs> forming for him. You know what I mean? I do. Um, but I will say that you know we, you know, I, I can kind of put that concern to bed with uh, this little review of their match. Uh, Quinn comes out second, you know, starts the match off hot with a big forearm. Both men uh, put on another decent match together, to be honest. <clears throat> you got uh, Santos using his quickness and technical skill, uh, working on Quinn's leg most of the match as Quinn is keeping his head on a swivel with uh, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild at ringside. Uh, only a few takeaways from this match. Uh, the first being at one point, Santos has Quinn on his shoulders uh, while he's on the outside of the ring looking to kind of ram him into the ring post, kind of like what bobby uh, or, uh bobby lashley usually does mm -hmm. uh but electra surprisingly walks in front of him kind of preventing him from doing so which it was kind of weird but 
the reason why it's weird is because only for a few moments later, you see Quinn and Lopez, you know, Quinn's on the outside and him and uh, Lopez share a look. And she kind of like rubs his like shoulder and like nods at him. And then he turns around and walk back in the ring only for her to kick him the nuts. <laughs> so I heard he turns around, uh, of course, behind the ref's back, uh, leading him Santos to put the nail in the coffin with the phantom driver for the win, retaining Alexa Lopez's uh, services. But uh, oh, okay. uh, wasn't yeah, he, he kept his bottom, huh? <laughs> he was like <laughs> red winner. No, nah, Chiquita. Get out there, mamita. <laughs> Get out there. Show, show him. Show him why Legato is the best. Uh, we got this stupid segment where it, uh, it's Mandy Rose doing a whole photo shoot in celebration of her triple threat championship win from uh, last week. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, after this, we got uh, Damon Kemp, a.k.a. Gable Stevenson's brother. Um, and uh, I've been keeping an eye on him because I did hear that he had signed with NXT at the same time or around the same time that they were looking for Gable. Uh, to oh, sign. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, he made his debut against Cameron Grimes. I don't know why I spelled a Cameron with apostrophe and everything. This is funny. I, I do it sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> I, like autofill because I'm sure I've written Cameron a couple times. <laughs> that's, pro- uh, that's probably why it was just like, oh, no, this is the, the most commonly used version of this. Uh, surprisingly, Grimes engages as a, I'm sorry, engages in a uh, amateur exchange with Kemp uh, to start the matches, both exhibit their technical IQ. Uh, then we see Malcolm Bivens noticeably walking down the ringside to a, I'm guessing, Scout Camp, uh, which, hey, wouldn't be a bad thing. Uh, Camp it. hits a, a big overhead belly to belly, but you can tell he's still trying to find his, uh, what I wrote, character slash personality slash charisma level, uh, just based on his body language. Because after he hit that belly to belly, he's like, yeah, let's go. Come on. And I'm like, oh, OK. He's still in that stage. You know in crowd instead of getting yeah. the. We'll get, a, get them to react to the move, not not like trying to get them to react because, they, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, you, you can tell he's, he's you know, he's, he's, he's going to be all right. Uh, physically impressive still, you know. Like, and like I said, I wouldn't be mad at all if they ended up adding him to Diamond Mine. But uh, Grimes wins with the cave-in. Uh, post-match, Cameron just stares down the hard cam and says, 2022, the games are over. This is Cameron Grimes, the man, and I'm coming for your gold. So, you know. Love. Yeah, he's he's. <laughs> He's so sincerious now. He done mm. messed up. He done messed up the game. Uh, Joe Gacy with Harlan vignette here. Um, this is the condensed version, so bear with me. <laughs> We'd like to extend our gratitude to the tournament committee to, uh, you know, allowing us to participate in the Dusty Rhodes Classic play-in match, which I was like, you could have just called it a qualifier, but whatever, against Idris Inofe and Malik Blade. Uh, they say this opportunity will not be taken lightly and says that them participating in such a historic event will be something that they remember for the rest of their lives. They plan on using this platform to demonstrate that no matter one's size, skills, or experience, everyone has an equal opportunity to win the Dusty Rhodes Cup. Mm. Uh, Pretty much just assures their opponents that tonight we will be in a safe space. And even though that makes us rivals in the ring, Harlan wants you to know that that doesn't make us uh, rivals in real life. <laughs> I was like, nah, fam. I don't know if Harlan wanted you to know, but okay. He's like, Harlan! <laughs> so I don't know, man. Uh, they, they play up the fan attack uh, in the video, you know, the whole thing with Von Wagner from last week that I had to, you know, uh, merc- uh, mercifully uh, describe to y'all uh, <laughs> as I have the pleasure <laughs> of spreading the good news that Von Wagner has not only been fined, but has been suspended. 
Also, he's not on TV this week. Yeah, that was short lived. I don't remember when, but uh, I think right before the main event, they got word that uh, his suspension has been lifted and his fine was paid for. And they were like, by who? And they were like dumbfounded. I'm like, bitch, by Robert Stone. What are you talking about? Uh, Possibly. Possibly. I could be wrong. I'm not mad. I am. <laughs> like, I, we, we almost had it. We almost Wait. had it. Waste the push. Wow, man. Anyways, Joe Gacy and Harlan versus Anofe and Blade. Uh, Anofe and Blade, tried, they, they just pretty much tried their best to isolate Gacy to prevent uh, Harlan from tagging in. But once he did, just fucking mauled both of them, dude, to the point where he failed to adhere to the ref's uh, five count. And uh, Anofe and Blade win via DQ, which was, I'm like, they're just celebrating like, yeah, we did it. We 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 shocked them. I'm like, oh, man. Like, that that's not what they say. But, you know oh. what I mean? That's like their whole, we did it. Uh, post-match, the ref slightly touches Harlan's shoulder to tell him to lay off a blade because the match is over. And then he just kind of, you know, gets that whole you fucked up treatment. And uh, pretty much Gacy, you know, he, he, inter- he uh, intercepts him and has to kind of talk him down before, you know, that's it. But, yeah, uh, this next segment, I think, um, I don't know if you heard about this. I know you didn't, you probably didn't see this. Uh, watch it for yourself, I should say. What's that? Uh, Imperium had this video package that they uh, they they, uh, they don't want us to cheer for them anymore, even though that we know they're good in the ring. So that this is kind of what they do. Mm. They they cut this whole promo, uh, this whole video package of you know highlighting them and their whole lifestyle and shit. And um, they're talking about you know uh, Imperium's uh, based on three things: integrity, discipline, and honor. Uh, but basically, they're just talking shit on America, man. Talking about our gluttony, our laziness, our entitlement, how. How uh, the difference is when they achieve success, they don't celebrate a party. They just go and train even harder. Uh, they call America unfashionable and uneducated while they have class and basically say we are Imperium. We are not like you. And to us, the match is sacred or the mat is sacred. So, yeah. All that's right. Where, that's where they're coming from. And I was like, man, that's such an old ass trope, but whatever. You can't stop me from home. Oh, yeah. Try, try to keep this milkshake out of my hands from. From the TV screen, fat boy. Dude, <laughs> nah. I can and, still do. That. Yeah, I can still. Yeah, I'm still cheer. Fuck you, boy. Hey. Uh, Tony, we got, uh, we got, we got the match of the of the night. <laughs> Tony D versus Peter Poppins, uh, crowbar in a pole match. Um, I mean, you knew what this was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I try to highlight a few things and just get straight to it. A uh, huge leg catch overhead suplex from Tony D. Uh, nice. And and he he did this uh you, you know that that spot where you do like an out like uh, if someone's on the apron and you're in the ring, and you, mm-hmm. you hit him with the suplex over the rope to get back into the ring. Yeah. So he did that. It was like a hanging suplex, but he turned it into a falcon arrow. So it was pretty dope. I'll give him that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty cool. But at one point they're both on the top rope fighting to reach for the crowbar, and then the damn thing just glaringly glaringly falls lower than originally positioned. Like they had it standing up, and then like with a a string attached to it and then it kind of just like because they were fighting you know going back and mm-hmm. forth on the pole it just like kind of just jiggled it and just made it just kind of fall and swing where it was like okay man like believably you can no longer sell to me that no one should be able to grab this you know what i mean it was yeah. like uh, happened right before the first commercial break i'm like fuck that, that kind of fucked everything up uh tony ends up grabbing it finally because i'm like again they can't wait that long for it for someone to retrieve it uh, and uh, he tries to attack Dunn's hand like he did before, but Dunn escapes as they both fight over the crowbar. Uh, Tony uses the crowbar for an assisted. Uh, I think he did this last time. Oh, he did it at the top rope. Yeah, in the War, war Games match. Um, but uh, he did it just a, a regular assisted uh, uh, swinging neck breaker. Oh, okay. For, for a near fall. 
Uh, Dunlock's in a crowbar assisted STF, which was kind of dope, and tries to tap him out uh, also with a triangle, uh, but he gets to the ropes. But the finish comes when a chair that Tony tried to bring in earlier in the match uh, is still in the corner. Uh, it, not like, uh, well, I forgot the word. Uh, when they wedged, yeah, it wasn't wedged. It was just laying in the corner like you would like, oh, I'm not going to wear my chains or my sunglasses. Yeah, off. yeah it was like kind of right there. And it was there for a minute. And then he ended up spearing Dunn and he landed on top of it. So he technically didn't use it because that was a, that was oh. a weird thing. Even though it was a crowbar and a pole match, that was the only weapon legal to use in the match. I know. We talked about how dumb those rules are, where like yeah. people have been DQ'd. Like you, I think you said Batista was DQ'd, and what was it? A, a chairs match because he, I think, like low blowed some or did something. Like it, it, he, like he, did, it was like ridiculous. Yeah, because- no, that, that's pretty stupid. I did, I've totally forgot about that. Well, he ends up uh, picking him up and throws him face first into the pole that the crowbar was hanging on uh, mm-hmm. before, because it's still in the corner. Before, dude, just he just literally clubs the fuck out of him with the fucking crowbar. Like, like uh, on the replay, you see that he gets him across like the the collarbone, but yeah. from the camera view, like he just overhead right to that dude with the crowbar, and that's how he won. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and but I thought about him like, well, they had to kind of make sure like they're still kind of selling how bad he had to beat his ass to for him to stay down. You know what I mean? So yeah, but it was yeah, it was kind of I was like, wow, I was didn't see that coming. Um, toxic attraction vignette. Uh, the only reason I bring this up because there's a point. They're sitting up there talking about how oh, no one can touch her and Gigi. And if anyone wants to find them, they know where they can find us. And I was like, no, no, we don't because mm-hmm. you haven't been on TV. So this was dumb to post. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why would you even play this? Yeah. Like, no one's seen you in three weeks. Like you were supposed to be at the paper and you weren't. So it was stupid. <laughs> it was like, no, nah, bro. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah, we, uh, didn't, we didn't forget. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, uh, if something happened, say something happened, but don't be like, ha ha, we've been here this whole time. Like, no, we've been seeing Mandy showing up by herself, doing her own personal. Like I said, she's been taking over the, the Titan Tron with her cell phone somehow. I don't know how she's tapping in. I don't, I don't know none of this shit. Anyways, Wendy Chu, sleepy girl, uh, her- teaming up with Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada versus Amari Miller and the, the Casey's. Uh, the Casey's and Miller impressed with dives to the outside. Carter hits a uh, hammerlock sister Abigail like uh, Andrade used to do. Um, Wait, it was Amari? It's not a. Uh, wasn't it supposed to be? Was it Stratton? No, it was no, no, no. Remember, Tiffany Stratton was part of the. She, they, they were like alleging, oh, maybe she can help you. And she was like, oh, oh yeah, call no. her dad. Right, Daddy, okay. these girls suck. <laughs> oh, okay, she got out. Yeah. That's yeah, right. so they yeah, they ended up going with the sleep member because she was right behind her when she was when she oh, got that's up. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, so uh yeah, Carter hit this ha- dope looking hammerlock sister, sister Abigail. Like I said, Andrade, I think, did it a few times when he first came in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, as we see Briggs and Jensen are shown watching from the back, and I'm like, dude, you guys lost. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh they got this uh Wendy chick, uh Wendy Chu chick really sleeping on the apron while holding the tag rope, bro. That's what I heard. Every like, chance she got, she she took a nap. Yeah, like she like at one point she wakes up and she's like sipping from what do they call like those tumbler cups, and then mm-hmm. everybody like runs around sipping their frappuccinos and shit. Yeah, but I'm I'm just like, what the fuck? Like she's wearing slippers as well in the ring, wrestling, and she finally gets the tag in and she hits like this evasion with a yawn. My guy couldn't make this up. Uh, but man, she was impressive. She had an overhead belly to belly. Hers, she was small, but she hit this overhead belly to belly, like snapped it off. Hit this oh, real, yeah. real fast, yeah. dope uh, cartwheel into a lariat into the corner on Miller. Yeah. 
She's a former um, That makes sense. Yeah, if she, it's Karen Q, I'm pretty she, sure. But yeah. she was also hitting like uh, she had an exploder too. I was like, damn, like I, I was kind of surprised. Like she got that snap, you know. Yeah, she used we gotta to pop the hips. <laughs> she used to work in uh women of honor for a little bit. I really? Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Uh, the Casey's break up the pin, but Persia comes in and hits a huge sit-out lager bomb on uh, Catanzaro. I had to say it like that because that's exactly how she hit it. Uh, as Indy hits a spine buster on Carter, finish comes when Wendy tags in Persia, who picks up uh, Amari on her shoulders. Uh, and while she does so, she also tags in Indy uh, simultaneously. So she hits uh, that sit-out gourd buster, like it's like a face buster yeah, uh, yeah. finish. And uh, Hartwell drops a pretty savage elbow for the win. Uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, somebody told me that uh, Wendy is Wendy Chu. Yeah, C H U U. Character is very relatable as a fan of NXT because it's hard to make it through an episode without falling asleep. That's hilarious because, like, the the because <laughs> the, <laughs> the only thing I was gonna say was like as as ridiculous as you hear me talk about the stuff she was doing on the apron, mm-hmm. you know, I can't argue with, with what she did in the ring, but it was just also one of the things I'm like, is WWE finally like they're like. Well, fuck, man! They got Orange Cassidy. We could do something. We could do something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Because, like, the whole like I said, when you see when she first comes in, and then she just kind of like slightly like turns because she's yawning. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That was, I was like, again, it's funny. You know, ten years ago, me probably would have been like, fuck that guy. But now I'm like, oh, Cornette's gonna bring that bullshit up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> that's why that shit. Oh uh, man. Uh from here we got Kaylee Ray who's shown backstage with her bat destroying uh all this photo shoot equipment that we always see every week for Mandy Rose. Pretty much just sending a message. That was it. Mm-hmm. Nothing more to report here. Mm-hmm. Fuck your photo shoot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, next we got Solo Sequoia versus Boa. Um, it's Boa without paint, so this will be interesting. Uh <laughs> oh, man, but- I heard it. This shit. Yeah, Boa actually getting some surprising amount of offense in on Sequoia in the match, uh, but it's definitely a physical bout with Sequoia with the power, obviously. Uh, the finish is a double countout as both men continue to throw blows uh, towards each other on the outside of the ring and work their way to the back. Uh, we see him continue to fight, you know, through the backstage area until Sequoia throws Boa into some, like, equipment off camera. And then when he goes to, like, retrieve him, you just randomly see, like, a fireball burst in his face. As officials are like now calling for the medics to come over there, and Boa just like slowly, I'm sorry, Boa with face paint, <laughs> slowly yeah, yeah. stands over, like looking down at the damage he caused. You know what I heard? He's been called Demon Boa. <laughs> I, bro, I, 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 I'm telling you, like on flow, I went on this rant. I'm like, we got, we don't have Bray Wyatt, but we got Joe Gacy. We, uh, you know, we, we buried Demon Finn on SmackDown before we traded him to Raw, and then now we got fucking Demon Boa. Like, yeah, it, it's just all this. I was like, oh, we got uh, Reggie. What? Like, they, they, they pushing Reggie with all the acrobatics, but they ain't pushing Ricochet, who is the one who, who, who makes oh, it. Oh, that's a really... Mm, you know what I'm I, saying? Like, not that I want Ricochet to be 24-7 champ, but you got to see the... the, 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 the over to AEW. Like, look how, look how much TV time he gets, even if he just needs uh, vignettes with fucking uh, Brooke now, who's the 24-7 champ. So, anyways. No, that's right. I forgot about that. Dana Brooke. I'm sorry. I'm calling her Brooke. That's like, still going on? Simone. Okay. Okay. Uh, video. This is gonna be the the highlight of the night. Hi, okay, best promo of the night because it's uninterrupted. Uh, it's interrupted at the very end, but in the, the way that they always interrupt shit for NXT 2.0. Um, mm. but man, Carmella talking his shit. I'm, I had I had to condense it, but it was great. Uh, video package of the title unification match with Roderick Strong and uh, Carmelo Hayes. 
uh, as, as he's then shown pulling up in the all white, ben- you know, if it's white, you know, that's how you know you're successful. They got the all white Bentley with the top down, throws the, throws the keys to the security and says, we'll be right back. Keep it running as they come out to the uh, address, the NXT universe uh, trick for obviously he always grabs the mic versus says that trick and mellow go together like peanut butter and jelly. We like Shaq and Kobe. I'm like, no, nah, my, my guy. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. But uh, nah. Mello says last week was one of the toughest challenges in his career. And wants to pay respects to Roderick Strong, as Trick brings out a T-shirt that says "R.I.P. Roderick Strong" with it with his uh, birth date and two, 2022 as the end date with a picture of him, and he also hands Carmelo a bag like what's supposed to be like a, a you know beer in a bottle or beer in a bag, mm. like like pouring a forty out. Oh, okay. Basically, they they just pour a forty out with the shirt. And I'm like, goddamn. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he says. Rest in piss to my ops. So I was like, yo, this is okay. And then for Mello. Uh, Mello. And then the wow. crowd re- the crowd really into it. And he says, All right, now it's really time to celebrate. Cause since I got the ball, it ain't been nothing but first downs and touchdowns. And says, mm-hmm. I have more accomplishments than months in this company. And says that numbers don't lie and mellow don't miss. Because I am the walking sheet code. I am a history maker in physical form. And I am the most scintillating champion ever in NXT. And you can call this championship anything you want, but as long as it's around my waist, it's the A championship. So you can step up and get stepped on, but that's all it is. And that's all it's ever going to be. be. And uh, the music hits, they bask in the great promo before getting interrupted by AJ Styles' music is... uh, He's making his entrance down for the main event. He's going, he's going like doing the whole thing like he's not even there. <laughs> I heard, yeah, but that uh, I, I, that would be a really. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, obviously, Trick and Mellow meet, you know, kind of meets him up at the entrance wrap. Obviously, taking issue with the interruption, but uh, after commercial, they're actually shown walking. And actually, does he have two belts? No. Okay, it's just, it's they're, just... They're, they're calling it the they're calling it the Unified uh, North American Championship is what they're calling it. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're actually shown at the commercial uh, walking back to the Bentley and they asked that same security guard for the keys to which he says he don't have the keys. As we see Cameron Grimes leaning on the whip, tricking <laughs> Carmelo confront him as Grimes says, you know, in 2021, I would have been out here doing donuts in this here, Billy. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, he couldn't say bitch, but I know what he wanted to say. Right. <laughs> say, but in 2022, I'm just going to be straight up with you and I'm coming for your title. And he gets off his whip. And he throw he quickly throws him his keys in the air, but Mello like he he doesn't catch him because he didn't know he was coming, and he just mm-hmm. laughs. He's like, "Don't miss." I was like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah." I was like, "This is good. This is good. This is." I didn't hear about that in the review. I like that. Oh man, uh, and this is the main event right here, man. AJ Styles. They only made it so a uh, week to wait for it. Grayson Waller. Fuck this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Grayson noticeably comes to the ring without the gloves and elbow pad on. If you remember, you called him out about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start out traditionally with the tie up and technically one, uh, I'm sorry, and technical one upsmanship uh, before AJ stops playing around with Waller and starts laying in the strikes and working on his leg for that calf crusher, baby. Uh, AJ hits, dude. I know, I think AJ is going. I, someone, I saw some rumor that he signed some new deal, but I'm hoping that's not the truth because I've been noticing, I'm, I'm like, he's going on a AJ Styles greatest hits uh, tour right now because I forgot who he faced on Raw, but he hit the styling net breaker. I ain't seen him hit that. 
the, the suplex hold into the neck breaker. I ain't seen him do that shit. Oh, too. really? Impact. Oh, Not wow. TNA, impact. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, even though this is small, like, he hit his classic, like, pendulum backbreaker he used to hit all the time. I ain't seen him hit this shit. Oh, really? And oh, maybe okay. may because he's, you know, around these smaller guys, a little bit smaller guy like Grayson. But, man, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is, I'm, I'm, all, I'm here for all that. You know I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm super into the, the, the AJ Styles catalog, so let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Waller hits a unique, what I call baseball slide lariat, where basically mm-hmm. he hits the ropes to get that momentum, and then he slides out like a baseball slide, and the AJ's right there, and then he pretty much slides, lands on his feet, and just clotheslines the fuck out of him. It was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Uh, Waller with the Aussie sidekick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and then he tries for another, but uh, Styles hits the Styles uh, blitz combo and follows with the running bullet forearm. I was like, "Damn, you hit you bringing up some of the Japan shit now." I'm like, "All right, bro, mm-hmm. you be going for this shit, and you never really be hitting it no more, you, you know." You know what? It, but he's been so tied up in that tag team storyline for That's so very true. long. Man. He's probably like the, the chains are off. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, get, you only get half your shit in if it's not a storyline driven match. No, yeah, you know? you're right. And and honestly, for for the sake of your own health and and you know being on the road and. It's probably mm-hmm. better, better that way. Uh, AJ, he's probably been wanting, needing to uh, rehab some shit anyways, you know? Uh, AJ mm-hmm. hits the running, jumping for him, uh, <clears throat> smash in the corner, and flows effortlessly into the Ushiguroshi for the near fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waller hits a rolling forearm and takes, uh, pretty much like the, the rolling elbow, and takes over with, uh, with that diving elbow drop he does, but he did it for the middle rope for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ locks in the calf crusher in the middle of the ring, but Waller manages to claw his way to the ropes. Uh, Waller hits the uh, the fire. I don't know if I've, have you ever seen him hit this. It's, it was a sit out fireman carry spine buster. So like Sean O'Hare's oh. move, but into a sit out. Yeah, you know who who actually did that before? Uh, um, oh yeah, what's his name? I, I used to seen... do that. Uh, 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 Dominic. Uh, yeah, Dijakovic. Dijakovic did that before a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, this is the first time I saw him. uh, What's his name do it to Aiden English do it one one time? You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, uh, he didn't make it a habit though. Yeah, you did. He did hit that for a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I I just had to check with you because I was like, I don't remember him really using. That's a dope move though. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Why I was surprised when he did it. Uh, Styles, maybe maybe some shit from the from his bag from back in the day, and AJ was like, yeah, do some shit, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Styles goes for the phenomenal form, but uh, Waller rolls out the ring to evade and then rolls back in for that tumbling stunner for another near fall. I will cut this clip up to you because AJ's timing on this. It is so believable. The selling of AJ (laughs) just like he goes, you know, you know how it is. Anytime you're a high flyer, you go for the dive and then then they miss and then they they do the, the tuck and roll. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, so he did that, and then when he when he rolled, and then he saw he was in the ring, he turned around and he rolled right into the stunner, and, and so the stunner's so great. Uh, and, and the near fall was great too because he couldn't believe he didn't beat him. Uh, Only but, AJ let lets you look. Yeah, no, it was it was like like I said, it, if you get a chance to see it, I might even send it to you. It was just a great sell the, the for both parties. Anyways, Styles answers back with the Pele kick plus the sheer drop brain buster. I'm telling you, he's going for these hits, man. But the finish comes when Styles hits the phenomenal forearm for the win. Um, it was simple. You just beat him one, two, three, man. Uh, post-match, though, we got AJ telling Waller that, hey, man, you know, you're not phenomenal, but you're pretty good. And uh, he tells him, yeah, you took an ass whooping, but uh, it's actually not done yet. As I want to introduce you, uh, introduce to you one of my friends. I'm like, your friends? I mean, and I already knew what was going to happen, but I thought that was part of the finish. So I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know y'all were going to say y'all were friends or nothing like that. But L.A. Knight makes the return. Yeah. 
uh, get some revenge from, uh, if you remember, almost a month ago, he got attacked and was left laying in the parking lot by Waller, who took his girl yeah, and right. his uh, car. So, but yeah, he pretty much and runs well. Uh, yeah, that's- yeah, yeah. It was, it, and he got a real, real great pop, man, was lining him up with a bunch of clotheslines. Uh, he ends up running Waller off as AJ actually pulls night. You know, he kind of does that whole whip around and like stares him in the face like he's teasing something only to crack a smile as the two embrace and pose on adjacent ropes in the corner as we go off the air. But yeah, it was pretty much it. That was it. It wasn't yeah, a bad episode. It, it was just I the, didn't hear, the pole hear match. About and, yeah, but, you know. but I was surprised the same thing as you. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't, didn't know y'all were friends. I know you might have worked in the same company, but definitely not at the same time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, they may have. Maybe they crossed paths before mm. not in that company, but yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I don't think he was there. I mean, he may have been right at the tail end of when AJ was leaving Impact or TNA to go to New Japan. But even then, I don't know if there there's a whole lot of you know cross. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I will say this: I think a better finish would have been LA Knight involved. You That's know, what I thought where too. he gets the cheap shot. Oh, jumps on the apron punches like blocks the elbow punches him he turns around right into the forearm you know like, he cost him the match of his career that makes way more sense because i hate to think you know i'm not here to jump on a grayson waller train but after the johnny gargano spot i know yeah that, yeah with the the I, amount of investment in it in him and the character yeah the battery that yeah, they're putting in his back it, you would you would have thought to kind yeah, of protect him right it, yeah yeah and it feels like it's deflated a bit and he's been trying to maintain it, especially when he was supposed to go against AJ at New Year's Evil. And then it was the bait and switch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to extend it another week. So it's like that didn't, I don't think that helped his development as a character as like a top heel. And I'm not saying AJ shouldn't have won. Of course he should win. He's AJ Styles. But I think it just would have helped him more if the return of LA Knight actually happened during the match and costs you know was a way it played a hand in the finish you know what i mean because then you got more for him to go after la night you know what i mean uh, like, like it's just i don't know if anyone cares about la night and grayson waller now you well, know what i'm saying l- let me ask two questions about that um one do you think that the, there's a chance that they move the match a week because they were thinking that they needed something to compete the day before against uh Danielson and or actually no Danielson that was last week so week yeah that probably would have been better for them to do yeah I just thought about that I'm like or maybe that's kind of weird yeah that that they wouldn't have huh but yeah my second question was because I don't know if this is AJ maybe staying around to help some of these guys based on height and stuff like that and and size uh comparison uh, helping some guys get some legitimate uh, wins or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but if that's maybe where they're going with, it is one of those things where I can't help but think that, you know, I kind of agree with you with the finish, but I also mm. can't hate if AJ made that call and said, nah, I'm I'm not, I'm not going to make it look like I need help to beat you because I should be able to beat you. you know yeah. What I mean, so yeah, we can still do the beat down stuff, but no, we'll do that post-match because I don't need help. I, I shouldn't need help to beat you. I'm a multi, I'm a grand slam champion and you're, you're just, you're technically nobody to me. You know what I mean? In, in yeah. character, you know, in, in, in pecking order aspect and all that shit. So, um, which I don't, you know, I don't know if that if that is what happened. But if I'm AJ and I'm, you know, stemming from some of the conversations we've been hearing with his frustration in the the creative uh, direction with the whole Alma stuff, I'm like, maybe he's been itching to want to do some shit. So now that he <laughs> his first like big match post uh, tag team split up, he's like, nah, I'm going over because of me. 
You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know. Um, but again, I think uh, I agree with you because you know either it, it happened either way, but maybe the Eli thing suffered a little bit because of it. But I don't know, maybe because he gave him the hug and brace at the end, it helps co-sign him as he leaves if he's gonna leave. I don't know. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, we're going to take a quick break uh, and then we're going to go right into uh, lighting that uh, stick of dynamite um, yes, sir. with that AEW coverage. We'll be right back. Yo, what is good? You already know what it is, man. Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show reminding y'all to make sure you check out Storyline Tees. Brand new drop man celebrating the arrival of the American Dragon. That's right, the purveyor of professional wrestling back in AEW. And what better way to showcase that with another album flip, man? This time they did it with Ghostface Killer Supreme Clientele. Of course, they had it on the white tee to commemorate the American Dragon again. Check it out. New drop, StorylineTees.com. Tell them Quincy sent you. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yep, you already know what it is. You're back, and you know what? It's about that time to light the fuse. Bring the boom. Well, you know what? I do have some uh, interesting AEW info before we get into everything. It's a little minuscule. Uh, Not not, not too huge. It was... Because, you know, there's been some rumors going on about uh, possible, how should I say, um, contracts may not be renewed. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's been a few people that have been kind of, I think, publicly added to that list. I don't know if there's an actual list. Um, but Peter Avalon, uh, noticeably, uh, is reported by FIFA Select that his contract was uh, set to expire, I believe, at the end of December. And while there's no news on, uh, you know, what happened, uh, if it did expire or what, you know, the, the situation is, um, it's said that in an update, uh, his deal was set to expire over the next few weeks from mid-December and that there's no update on the official status of the contract, whether it's been extended, renewed, or if it's uh, obviously remained expired. So, I don't know. But like I said, that's all. That's all I got. I heard Marco Stun is also on that list. I, another name I saw again. This is just I don't know if this is a realist or what, but people like I was like for out of the names I saw, there was two people I would not, and it was like Sabian and Kazarian. Mm. I think there's still some both those guys could do for that company. Whether it's you know they're, they're still mm-hmm. legit names, Kazarian for sure. But I don't know. What we'll see can, what they can do with the Elite Hunter gimmick. The kind of I know Jericho out. called out uh, Kip on commentary on Rampage, but he called him a uh, boxhead. Oh, but did he know it was him? I don't know. He just remember, said, remember we were talking about. He's oh. like, I see Boxhead in the in the crowd out here all the time. Oh, that may okay. Maybe he's playing up. Yeah, because I was gonna say I, we did see him in the crowd. What last week? Yeah, but we couldn't tell if it was him or a fan. Yeah, so. which you know it could be him because they usually don't let fans on with masks in public places unless you know because they don't know who they who they are, what the fuck they're doing. But anyway, light that fuse, bro. Yeah, no problem, man. We uh, kick off Dynamite this week with a little story time with Adam Cole, baby. Of course, flanked by uh, Red Dragon. He boasts about, you know, he's been undefeated, unpinned, unsubmitted. uh, But the boys are back together. He calls uh, Red Dragon the baddest team on God's green. (laughs) Gets her own gimmick. Uh, But says, it's a new era. 
in AEW. He said, Mega with- Towers eat your heart out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this, of course, brings out the Young Bucks who interrupt with Cutler uh, and uh, Landon. Matt- yeah, landed. I'm sorry. Uh, Matt then argues with Kyle about where the invitation was versus, uh, you know, he didn't need an invite to help them, uh, you know, win the match last week. And then they kind of agree to play nice uh, while, uh, you know, they make it clear that AEW is their company as they're the longest reigning tag champs in, in uh, company history. And uh, their New Year's resolutions is to get their belts back, which Red Dragon say that's funny because we have the same exact resolution. Uh, there's and Bobby Fish makes it clear there's not a single team on this planet that will stand in our way, and that includes you. Adam then recovers from this weird tension. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He, 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 he goes total babyface real quick. <laughs> yeah, calls it friendly competition and says this is what makes them the greatest faction in AEW, and starts to cut down to best friends when their music hits. They uh, interrupt, of course. Uh, Cole calls their music stupid before uh, Orange Cassidy just tackles them to the ground and we get a brawl with everybody. Yeah, I couldn't uh, believe how much he sold for that brawl. Oh, man. <laughs> You're so, so mad. <laughs> Did you You've see met- those punches, bro? Like, oh, no, like, o- Orange versus Adam Cole is the is the uh, rivalry you never wanted, for sure. That, that is the Marco stun of rivalries to me, 100%. Oh, man, that t- that's tough. Cutler is uh, back body dropped onto everyone on the outside when we see Cole low blow Cassidy. And then Statler uh, comes in, and she gets in the way of a last shot when Britt Baker, DMD, comes Baby. out of nowhere and attacks her from behind, hits a curb stomp, a nice Big pop. That. Big pop. Big pop, and does hit the DMD. This was a good fucking way to start the show, by the way, because I, I couldn't yeah. believe what I was watching. Because I was like, wait, if Statlander's here, that means, and then she came out of nowhere. And I love this. Britt then holds Orange Cassidy for a super kick, just like Red Dragon did for Adam Cole. Like you said, they yeah, did with did. and all that. And then, uh, you know, he hits the boom. All the hills rejoice in the ring to celebrate. And then they cue the big kiss spot. But then Britt Baker actually cuts in, which is much more appropriate. Give the people what they want. <laughs> All we need next week is for the Bucks. Like, what is going on here? First, first Red Dragon. And now Britt thinks she's going to butt into our, our friendship with Adam. Like, like she knows Adam more than we do. It's going to be something dumb like that. But oh I, well, we'll see. I mean, actually, they already had a uh, backstage segment together. That's so true. I'm a yeah, I'm going to fast forward to that. Cole well, well, says he's tired of uh, kicking the best friend's asses and says Chris Statlander thought she was safe all this time, but guess again, and cues in Britt Baker into the circle. Britt lays down a mixed tag team uh, challenge to Orange and Statlander for Dynamite next week before everyone tells Cutler to shut up. And just to fast forward to that part, too, uh, it was kind of weird. Uh, she basically... She gets a backstage segment, Statlander, that is. She's standing with Velvet and Layla Hirsch because they have a trios match on Rampage. And she promotes that slightly and then confirms that she's all game for the mixed tag team challenge that she received earlier that night, which seems to chap the hide of Layla, who believes Chris is being selfish instead of focusing on their match. They start to argue. Uh, Layla's, you know, she says, Layla, you're only focused on getting the win. I'm focused on helping my friends, no matter who they are. Velvet tells them to get it together if they expect to win. And then they just reluctantly fist bump. So just to kind of tie that all up. Yeah, they've been trying to sell this whole thing between her and Layla the last couple of weeks. I'm not mad at it, but it's just weird where they drop it into the show. 
Yeah, they, they did it the one time on the actual main show, and then the rest of it has been, I think, on Dark and, and, and Rampage. So it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it, sometimes they don't realize how, where they pick to drop some of that stuff in also influences uh, the fans' public opinion or, you know, oh, yeah. priority. It, it, priority. It yeah, and, and it gives it a perception that they shouldn't buy into it just because of where you put it on the show. But uh, I guess worth announcing is uh, they've already kind of been uh, breaking news, I guess, or rumored, whatever. I know we don't have to use the word rumors around here, but it's looking like the first mix match fucking blood and guts match. I don't know if this is for the blood and guts match, but it's it's a graphic with the blood and guts logo on it, mm. AW on it. It's pretty much the, I got to say this, this is the Paragon. <laughs> Kyle yeah, O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Britt Baker against Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chris Statlander. Hmm. So, oh, shout out to Dirty Hills. They're the ones who posted it. I mean, if it's fan made, it's still a it's still a good concept. I'm not mad at that. I mean, they got they they got the new Trent <laughs> with the hair. So I don't know. We'll see what's up. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, next we have uh, an anticipated match, uh, you know, Wardlow going against CM Punk. So anticipated that, uh, you know, it it came out from WrestleVotes that, you know, WWE, without hesitation, were extremely interested in Wardlow and also luring him away from AEW when his contract is due, as there are several people within WWE that love his potential course big meaty guy you should have signed him when he tried out yeah because because what i hear is he was waiting and he never heard from him so and they're notorious for that yep they they really are keep people on keep people on the hook man you know what i mean but uh wardlow versus cm punk uh wardlow does get a pretty good pre-match vignette to hype his recent string of powerbomb symphonies uh and i noticed mjf is a company uh does a company wardlow while excalibur touts the average match time with wardlow these days is under a minute and 45 seconds uh i did love how they kind of exchange finisher attempts early on uh and at one point punk does counter a powerbomb with a roundhouse kick that only stuns him and then he has to like really chop him down with strikes before he hits that springboard clothesline uh but we uh i I like that spot a lot because he was he was Mm -hmm. still putting over wardlow like that yeah and i didn't think he was gonna make that distance i'll keep it yeah i was and then the way that it it wasn't like he it looked good i was surprised he got that far too i I really was i was was just about to say that that's crazy punk hits that uh corner shining wizard and then he kind of pauses to flip off mjf but wardlow takes advantage and hits his first thunderous powerbomb he hits five more, or I would say five more, but five power bombs total, and then steps on Punk's chest to pin. But MJF jumps on the apron to demand uh, he that he inflict more damage. Uh, Wardlow is visibly frustrated, but delivers another power bomb followed by another one per MJF's request. Uh, then he commands Wardlow to put him through the timekeeper's table, which he does with another power bomb at ringside before the ref begins to count. Punk barely beats the count. It was very. I mean, the way he sold that was great. I don't know if you saw that or not. Uh, this infuriates yeah. MTF yeah, it was good. It was to good. jump back on the apron and demand another power bomb, but this small distraction allows Punk to take advantage with a small package pin. You know what's funny? Is that I was watching this, I was like, I wonder if they're going to go the Diesel Bret Hart route, and that's exactly the finish we got. I, I was... Tip of the iceberg. It's one of those things, too. I was thinking, I'm like, man, I bet Punk's like... He had to talk to him like, all right, man, now when you do ladies' power bombs in, look, it's been a while since I wrestled right back. So, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to need you to keep it safe, especially in that keep fucking snug, table. Right? 
Especially I mean, the one through the table was pretty crazy. So I was, I thought he was take care of me out there, you asshole. <laughs> I, I thought that's how they were going to take care of Punk. Was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll take this countout loss to Wardlow. Why not? You know, but that that would make sense. The only reason why that makes sense is if MGF would make him take the countout pin because he wants to be the one to pin CM Punk. First, well, see, right? that's what was so funny is I thought it was weird that after five total on his own power bombs. He goes through the pin and he goes, no, I want more power bombs. And it's like, is it that you, you, you don't, that you want more damage inflicted on punk? Exactly. Or, yeah. or is it that you don't, you don't want Warlow to get this moment before you do that? That's another, yeah. Cause I was thinking either he wants to inflict more damage to kind of like spank him. Right. Be like, yeah, you're not going to be publicly talking about me anymore. And just, I told you I'm done with this. Yeah. Or I'm like, or is it because he's like, you know what? I'll take you up on your offer, but I'm gonna make sure when I do, you're gonna be banged up because I just had my monster take you out. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or like you said, he could just be trying to take him out altogether. But that—that's another thing. I didn't even think about that. It's him like, I know you're about to beat him, but I gotta—I can't let you do that before me. That seems more like an MJF accomplishment. Yeah, but when you like, layer yeah. that with what you just said initially was that, and then directing him to put him through a table at ringside after what was I think eight power bombs already. You know what I mean? It's like you do want him to get the count out victory because that's not as impressive as the one, two, three or the submission that you think you're going to get in the yeah, future. So yeah, that's interesting. Post-match referee checks on Punk as he quickly rolls to the floor to recover. And uh, Wardlow is in the ring fuming. Uh, MJF starts to berate him for the loss, actually pushes him and repeatedly pokes him in the chest. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, I forgot because you said that they, they did the, the Bret Hart uh, uh, diesel. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, he got that small package uh, upset win. And uh, Wardlow gets sick of it and actually grabs uh, the finger and to tease dissension, you know what I mean? And then Sean Spears rushes down just in time, gets in between them to calm everything down, but Wardlow kind of storms off. Later on, just to skip to it, we get an impromptu segment where MJF comes out infuriated with a mic through the heel tunnel. He berates the hometown crowd before calling out Punk for getting a fluke victory over an oath, despite being powerbombed to an oblivion, is what he said. He called him an but, oath. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Says he's going to personally that, make that's sure. That's that storytelling. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Says he's going to personally make sure that next week Punk takes his first L in AEW and teases giving everyone, and including Punk, especially Punk, the match that they all have been waiting for and claims all the running and hiding is done. Next yeah, yeah. week, it's CM Punk for Sean Spears. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did hear that one, yeah. You know, good, good, good well, heel. Well, well, was he there with him to react or no. it was just, okay, I, I wanted to see that. Yeah. That, that would have been entertaining because yeah, he, he has good facials, but yeah, go ahead. Definitely. Uh, this takes us to uh, Powerhouse Hobbs with Ricky Starks in his corner taking on Dante Martin. Uh, so we got Hobbs. He counters a diving crossbody from Dante off the apron with a big spine buster on the floor very early on. Uh, Hobbs whips Dante to the corner so hard he, it hurls him over to the top rope to the floor. And then we see Ricky Starks stomp him out behind the ref's back and uh, kind of continues to do so during picture in picture. Uh, Hobbs is a big uh, body block but can't make the pin, so Martin tries to roll to the floor. But uh, he gets blocked by Starks, who jumps on the apron when we see Jay Lethal run down to pull oh, Starks off the apron. Bruh, I, I've been wondering. I'm like, where is this man? Like, Seriously. 
I mean, he's been. I've been seeing him uh, do some indie shots, though. Uh, some of the flyers I've been watching on IG. Quick sidebar, so. Tony. If you can hire Jay Lethal and know what you're getting yourself into, you could damn sure hire Marty Skrull because he did. Yeah. This, so. Yeah, but mm-hmm, yeah, that's we'll take that to another day. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I totally feel you. Um, but uh, yeah, so this uh, Hobbs sees this at ringside. Jay, Jay Lethal, you know kind of entering the chat he gets distracted long enough for Dante <laughs> to take advantage he hits that nosedive moonsault to steal the win uh post-match Dante gets out of dodge and uh, joins lethal on the ramp while we see a pissed off Hobbs being held back by Starks at ringside so I'm sure there's a tag team match to follow Interesting I mean Jay Lethal was involved because I was just gonna um, I was just gonna say maybe this is it was supposed to be Leo but maybe there's some stuff going on still yeah because Leo residual was in the something. graphic originally I you know, saw that I did said. see that yeah. but but oh. my main thing with that is is they have never shown them Dante and Leo I'm, I'm referring to ever conversing after the fact because you know yeah. they had the dynamite diamond battle royal ever. and yeah. you know there was that moment where he turned on them but they even in the match didn't like shake hands. Yeah, like, we it never up, like, saw rec- reconciliation. That's the word. Thank you. Any type of reunion or, or, or uh, Matt Seidel. That's or, right, baby. We we were smarter than they thought. We infiltrated and we separated them or some. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like that's why it's weird that they keep talking as if there's still this tandem when like in fact yeah. that they're not been shown as such. But yeah, okay. I was one because I was about to say I was like I ain't mad at Jay Lethal, but I I can't help but think that maybe it was supposed to be Leo, just based oh, yeah. on prior, you know. Familiar, familiar. No, no, I get you, man. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they place Jay Lethal in that puzzle piece because you know me, I, I like watching him wrestle. So, but uh, this takes us to an in ring segment from the AEW World's Champion, Hangman Adam Page. Says in the last two months, he has spent 90 minutes in the ring with one of the best in the world, and he spilled enough blood, sweat, and tears to float a battleship and all for the AEW title. Says it's a new year and he needs a new challenger when Dan fucking Lambert walks out. He starts touting about cowboys of the past like Bill Watts, Stan Hansen, Terry and Dory Funk before saying, and now we have you, the East Coast Irving cowboy. Hangman cuts to the bullshit and says, look, if Scorp or Paige want a shot, ask them to come ask me face to face. Lambert says, hey, I'm not here to start anything. I'm actually here to compliment you as a wrestler. And I respect you even more because you didn't take the Cody Rhodes path. You earned everything you've got except for this ridiculous cowboy gimmick. And says, look, a guy in the YMC, or the guy in the village people can put on a hat and chaps, but it doesn't make them a cowboy. And says, you know, it's <laughs> just an interesting example to pull from, but I, I get what he's trying to say. Yeah. He, and then he then advises the champ, keep the money, the title, the adulation, but yeah. stop disrespecting the legacies of the Dick Murdochs and Blackjack Mulligans that preceded you because you just come off as being completely full of cowboy shit. Hangman gets tired of Lambert's opinionated mouth, even says, I grew up on a farm 90 miles away from here with a hundred head of cattle. That's not cowboy shit. Uh, I walked away from a six figure deal with a different company and I finally won the world title. It's not cowboy shit. And he shakes his head. So he goes, all right, then why don't you come into the ring so I can shove my size 12 Cayman boot up your ass so you could tell me who the cowboy really is. He refuses and tries to exit, but it's cut off by a returning murder monster murder hawk lance archer who stalks him into the ring and chases him with a steel chair 
Archer is trapped, and I'm sorry, not Archer, Lambert is trapped, and Archer goozles him. And Lambert starts to panic, but then reminds him, you're in the same ring as the world champion. Archer realizes this, drops Lambert, and attacks Paige. Oh, shit. Archer assaults Paige with the steel chair, sets it up, hits a blackout right on top of it. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if this means that he's rolling with Lambert specifically. I'm hoping not. I'm I, hoping I wouldn't not. like that for him. It doesn't make sense aesthetically. I can't see him doing the magazine cover Titantron like they got. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, this was a good, Monster pretty of good the year. Uh, so this was a pretty good segment though for Lambert. Like at one point, Hangman told him, uh, you're a walking Facebook page, you know what I mean? Just because all that stuff he complains all the shit that he about. said, you're right, yeah, and, and all yeah. the shit he probably embellishes on too. Um, that is interesting because it seemed like they were going towards the Adam Cole route only because I noticed last week they were mentioning how he's the number one ranked guy now, uh, mm-hmm. Adam Adam Cole. So yeah, it is interesting that they because I did see I didn't I didn't know that he returned on Dynamite. I did see that he dropped a little four second video with like uh the Rampage backdrop saying. Just, just laughing and saying I'm back, and that's it. That's all it said. So, Who, who's that? Oh, uh, Archer. Archer, yeah. Oh, okay. Shit, I didn't even see but, that. Hey, but you know what? Uh, congratulations that he's back because he did take a very scary bump. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But this yeah. made him look really strong. But he's good. To that's me, good. he's got some rebuilding to do to be a believable. Absolutely. You know, kind of yeah. like to me, he could be the new Brody versus Mox. Where you're like, oh shit, he could mm. actually take this shit. You know what I mean? So. That's but a pretty, um, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty it, good. It, uh, with, with, yeah. respect. with respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean the same respect that he's sitting up there dropping Blackjack Mulligan's name, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, uh, that'd be kind of cool if he's dropping the, the black. He does the Blackjack reference, and all of a sudden lights go out and it's Bray Wyatt. But <laughs> yeah, know, that's, that's what you're thinking, right? But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, that oh, would be that. Yeah, with that connection for sure. Uh, uh, hey, this next segment sir. is actually uh, short but a comical. You should go out your way to find it. Arn Anderson with his son Brock and Shoddy Lee Johnson backstage. Arn says, you know, he's uh, going to be scouting wait, the hit, winner. Hit, wait, oh, Brock. Okay. I'm sorry. I yeah, thought you Brock mean. Anderson. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Arn says he'll be scouting the interim TNT title match, which is the main event, uh, before touting the team of Lee and Brock and referencing being in horseman country because they're in North Carolina, Kakilaki. And they're interrupted by FTR and Tully. Tully agrees it is horseman country. You could taste it. You could smell it. But mm. if Arn actually wants to relive those days, he needs to drop the dead weight and join him in FTR. Mm. Cash adds that despite Brock being Arn's blood, that they'll bring more pride to the Anderson name. While Dak says, why don't we make the man who wishes I was his son happy and you accept our open challenge for next week? All kinds of disrespect because they just hands on motherfuckers. Like yeah, that's no, not yeah, I mean, that first one, I was like, okay, that's a cool little opening shot. But when you said that last one, I'm like, oh, they they just oh, it don't stop. Like, no, they we want to we want to fuck y'all up. <laughs> that's what that's what we here to oh, do. Yeah. Brock and Lee, because it was funny when he said drop the dead weight. He's like, that's my son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock and uh, Lee are game for the you know. So Tully and Orange shake hands to make it official. And literally, Dax goes, oh, can't wait, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
And, and while looking at Arn Anderson, bro, I it, know, it was, I know it. He don't know he man. keep that thing on him. I guess he ain't, he ain't scared. He, he said, "I'm in North." He said, "This may be Horseman country, but this is FTR country. This is where I'm from. I'm from Khaki." Yo, did you see that spot? By the way, I, I mean, I know we didn't talk about it, but Battle of the Belts, uh, which was a good match, Sammy and uh, Dustin. If you didn't yeah, watch, it, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, wa- I watched. I watched the full show. It was they didn't. They didn't need to do this and both uh, Rampage like we talked about yeah. back to back. All the matches are good, though. I will say that. But there yeah. was that spot where Sammy pulls the, the shooter uh, gun on and he just flipped them off. And it's like they switched because yeah. you're always used to, you know, so him, him doing but, uh, the fl- yeah, yeah, him doing the finger. Yeah, that's exactly true. Uh, this takes us to a grudge match, man. Hikaru Shida going against Serena Deeb. Uh, Shida's making her entrance when Deeb clips her knee from behind during yes. the Hits her with a shin breaker onto the still steps before the match. Match starts, and she continues to target the uh, injured leg. Sheeta at one point attempts to swing at D, but is barely able to stand before D takes full advantage by applying the serenity lock. Sheeta never physically nor visibly submits or taps, but referee Paul Turner calls for the match stoppage anyways out of concern for her leg. Post-match, this Doc is what the- Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Post-match, Doc Sampson enters the ring to check on Sheeta as she uh, lambasts Paul Taylor, uh, or Turner, I should say, for the stoppage. Uh, Deeb uh, then returns to the ring with Sheeta's kendo stick and swings it to scare off Sampson and Turner, then strikes her injured leg 12 times before the referee corps make it out to stop the attack. Ty J and Sky Blue curiously make it to ringside to check on Sheeta and help her to the back while Deeb heals it up on the ramp. Ty J and Sky Blue... Who's Sky Blue? She's uh I don't know much about her. Oh, is she the one from Chicago that that Tony? Yeah. That okay, was okay. In the battle okay. Royal. The way the reason why I ask is you said Ty J. So I'm like, okay, I know who I know that's Ty Conti and then Anna J. And then you say Sky Blue. I'm like, what two women are that? <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> I, was, I thought there was like four two tag teams. I'm like, what the that fuck? That is pretty funny. Sky J or, or Ty J, Sky Blue. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I was like, who I was like, Sky, well, yeah, Sky must, must be that chick from Chicago. Who's this blue chick? I was like, who? <laughs> Um, one thing I just got to say is, yes, this is fucking awesome. Because I, I don't know why I, I see a lot of this when it comes to specifically Sheeta and Deeb. People are like, oh, I'm just tired to see. I'm like, bruh, these girls wrestle like fucking guys. Like, yeah. I love watching I, this shit. Their I psychology is better. Win, Bro, their psychology is better than, like, like I love just mm-hmm. a lot. Like, what, like when you tell me that she goes, I, I knew she was going to try to do some shit where she's going to attack her before the match. Whatever, right? But mm. when you tell me she even does the whole shin breaker on what the probably like the ramp, like the steel grate or some shit, right? No, it's on the steps. You don't see that in women's wrestling. That's why I fuck nope. with this. Like, yeah, like Serena is she is she's one of my favorite female heels right now. I, I, I no, nah, and you got you should yeah. watch that because it's a short match. But even what you're saying, and but I don't like to say right? like yeah. the dudes, but we see the the Bret Hart um, bottom rope leg step on sit you know that that slingshots bonsai drop like yeah spot. yeah she's hitting the the stomps and then slamming it to the mat you know what i mean it, it's it's, it's very stuff, aggressive stuff, things you don't use that's not usually characteristic of the women's wrestling we've been programmed to accept the last couple yeah. of years is how i'll rope, say rope that. threaded dragon screw you know what I mean? Come on, my guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Least, and they didn't even know. get the time, bro. It, it, it's it's a good angle. Though, I, I got it. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for breaking that down. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because I feel like I because I I've been on uh, podcast Legend Killers and one of the things he always does is he'll tell me to put over a match and I always say 
I'll wa- watch one of their matches or someone else's match, dude, like all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I-, I can't big it up enough. So when I hear about stuff like this, I'm like that there's not, a, there's not an angles that, that got this type of uh, uh, t- tumultuousness in it. Like it, I, I love it. Like, I, it, and then because it's the women and I love to see it from them. I love, I don't know why. I and there's no belt involved. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no title stakes. It might be for just who's the better. It's just been a while. I mean, I don't mind rankings, but it's been a while. So you go, I just need to know who the better warrior is. You know what I mean? So I'll, yeah, I, I mean, that. It, 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 it is a relief. It's no longer about the 50 wins award thing. So there's that. Yeah, too, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we get a backstage segment, Jurassic Express, the newly minted tag team champions. Uh, first Christian Cage sends well wishes to Ray Phoenix. Well, Jungle Boy invites any top five team who wants a piece of their goal to challenge them in uh, enter the Beaver Boys, Silver and Reynolds of the Dark Order. Uh, they walk into the interview after overhearing JB and uh, plead their case for being top five hunks, top five meat <laughs> and top five tag team. Uh, Silver then challenges the champs to a match on Rampage with the champ do accept. And, uh, you know, I'll give you the rest of the matches later on. But, uh, yeah, short and sweet. Uh, this brings us to an interesting matchup. Matt Hardy, of course, you know, North Carolina's very own. Rebby Sky was North there. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, the whole compound was in the was in the crowd. Was in the building. That's what's up. Yeah. Out, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was taking on Penta El Zera M. Uh, and really? that's important. Yeah. So uh, Hardy's out there with um, Private Party, of course. And then we got uh out there with Alex, you know, because Ray's still nursing the arm. Of course, yeah. uh, he uh, Matt cuts a promo to the hometown crowd before the match and to his family. He said he's going to delete Penta tonight and send him to meet his brother in the hospital. Uh, and the match starts off with dueling zero uh, Miedo and delete chance. They go on so long that Excalibur reminds viewers that there's a 20 minute time limit, which I thought was pretty funny <laughs> because it wasn't the crowd, hey, those, those, it was those, them doing a spot against each other oh okay i'm th- I you was, know what I mean? okay but okay the crowd i was got just i was just yeah. gonna give the crowd credit like hey man sometimes anything could happen you gotta roll with it but if you're telling me that it's, it was damn precedent then yeah it's a little different yeah but, but uh yeah man it was a pretty good uh interesting matchup at one point uh, it made me think you know if slash when jeff comes back and or comes over and phoenix returns healthy like yeah you talk about the battle of the brothers yeah yeah, the, yeah I mean, there's, I mean we, we always think about them in the bucks all the time obviously but yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but, uh, go ahead. And I was gonna say it was just a really cool matchup because you're just like, oh man, I can't wait to see the other two get mixed in with this. But uh, now, go ahead. I was gonna say you, you mentioned that the Hardy compound was out and about. I'm like, that would have been hilarious because you know it never was part of WWE and it never, you know, they don't own it. If Jeff yeah. was there, but dressed up like like Willow, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, let's go, yeah, <laughs> just trying to act like a family, like. You got an umbrella in this bitch. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah come on. Man. Yeah, yeah. Acting all right. Come on. Let's go for the, the creature. I forgot what you be doing. You be oh, always yeah. doing that that's Jeff that Hardy shit. Cool, man. He, that cackles like, I, I won't say iconic, but unforgettable. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, but yeah, uh, really good matchup where we see Matt counter uh, the fear factor with a twist of fate attempt, but he settles for a DDT instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penta hits a, a tree of woe stomp to mm-hmm. Hardy and then teases a fear factor on the apron, but Matt counters and hits a side effect on the apron instead. Okay. Uh, and we see Matt set up for the moonsault, but he does miss allowing Penta to hit the fear factor for the win. Uh, post-match. It's not a bad he, setup for the finish. It's not a bad yeah, setup. Yeah, not, not bad. It was a really good, it was longer, but you know, like if you get a chance, you should watch it. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, Goes through a lot of uh, picture in picture though. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
uh, was, uh, yeah, post-match, Alex grabs a mic and translates for Penta that uh, he uh, or he has a message for Malachi Black, and uh, which he says that Penta says he's going to show you some respect. And uh, Penta goes to hit this catchphrase, they are Miedo, but the lights go out, only for Black to appear in the ring and take out Alex with a uh, big boot to the mush, I will say. Oh, um, Alex got hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Black then hits a, uh, they, you know, they exchange a few, uh, you know, strikes, but he hits Penta with a nasty roundhouse kick to the head. And then he goes to rip off his mask, but gets interrupted by the varsity blondes, uh, Julia Hart and everything, too. Uh, the faces start to jump black now, like the blondes and um, and Penta. And what's weird is I noticed Julia is like telling them not to do it, like at ringside, like like you know, like almost. I don't know if it was like to not push their luck, or mm. I don't know, maybe because she's scared still from being like 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 what, she because she knows it's gonna come with like. Uh... Uh, some consequences or repercussions yeah maybe like why can't we just yeah, just leave it alone be, for now yeah yeah, yeah 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 and so uh but what's funny is as that's happening they're trying to stomp him out and he gets to his knees and is laughing at them and he starts pointing at each of them counting one two three and then the lights go out and the lights come back on and brody fucking king's in the middle looking like a goddamn tattooed billboard monster takes out everybody Hits a cannonball sent on to Pillman Jr. before he and Black leave Griff Lang with their finish, which looks like a gourd buster power slam combo, where basically uh, Malachi picks him up, you know what I mean, and hoists him onto his shoulders. It's like almost like like the pop-up power slam that War Raiders do, but with a, um, you know I mean, with a gourd buster type of maneuver, you know what I mean, like where you're trying to, get the vertical suplex and he kind of hoists him onto his shoulders while he like takes him down for the power slam. It was interesting. Looking. Oh shit. Okay. And uh, of course, yeah, cause uh, I, I, I did see, I saw that he, 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 uh, he had landed. I so to speak. I did see the, the, the pictures floating around. So I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Gotcha. Program, yeah. So. And of course the Excalibur had to coin it. The Kings of the black throne have arrived here in all elite wrestling. Cause you know, he's, yeah, he, he posted a picture already. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he posted a picture saying what he called like, oh, the devil's right hand is what he called himself. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. So, uh, and just to add to this, there was a backstage segment with Matt Hardy later on that was okay. a little interesting where uh, Matt is commenting on losing in his hometown. It says he may need to I didn't stop even think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to stop. Maybe he needs to stop worrying about the future of AEW and focus more on himself, which we see kind of private party exchange curious looks in the in the background when andrade eladolo walks into frame with his assistant uh the assistant then offers matt water and alcoholic beverage which he gives the private party he goes they drink <laughs> which i thought was funny it's like a little yeah, small of yeah, yeah you know yeah. What I mean? uh before andrade reminds matt you know you need to focus remember you are a businessman and i am a businessman he says you love money? Of course I love money. I love money, too. And together, I want to negotiate a deal that I know will benefit you, is what he says. Hardy says, I'm intrigued, but let's not do this in the public and opts to continue the conversation in private while private party are left exchanging looks with Andrade's assistant. They're, like, kind of left behind. You know what I mean? So, very interesting. Yeah, that, that's that's very interesting. I mean, I didn't think them two would be ever, you know, hooking up on anything, but that's good TV because if it got you talking, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I, can't, I can't complain about it. So definitely. And then uh, we get a match. I mean, it's Bear Country versus the Acclaimed pre-match. It's a weird okay. flow. Caster calls out Darby and Sting for being too Mitch, being too bitch made to walk in our ring. That's what he says. And so you kind of get the gist of it. Basically, um, you know, they get the win uh, with, the, you know, Bowen's hot shots, Bronson and uh, Caster hits the uh, mic drop for the win. Post-match, the acclaimed celebrate on the ramp when Sting's music hits and he enters with bat in hand. Uh, he starts to stalk them slowly towards the ring um, when Darby hits the pinball suicide dive to Caster from behind. Um, like he's on the other side of, you know, because they're backing up towards the ring. And then he uh, he's able to hit him. And then uh, Sting disarms Bowens. He was holding the, uh, the boom box with the bat, takes him out before he enters the ring and uh, sends all the little stingers home happy or the older stingers happy with the stinger death drop on caster. Um, and, uh, you know, because that's the build towards attack match that we'll get next week. I I'm honestly just surprised that they're still having them deal with them. But, uh, yeah, I don't think they ever had the match. That's why. So. And then uh, before I get the match announcements in the main, this is just the uh, there is one last vignette I thought was interesting. Also, on the tail heel or on the tail of uh, the Malachi angle, we get a vignette from Pac. You know how he does those produced ones, like from his home or whatever. You know he's always doing something. <laughs> was he laughing in the uh, in the rain again? Or <laughs> no, he's actually in his in his home. Oh, okay. Almost, almost entranced, in my opinion. Blindfold over his eyes, mm. not just one, over both. And he says, "Sorry, Mister Bastard, your sight might never return. You may never see again." Well, here we go again and again and again and again, and it just you know produces around, and he goes again, alone, desolate. Is this just another setback? Is it ever going to come back? You might have blinded me, but now I see everything. And it's funny because I'm not angry. I appreciate the blessing. Now my perspective is different and my vision has never been so clear. And while he says that, he's holding a tarot card that reads justice on it. But to me, I believe he's joining the House of Black. I was going to say so. It seems more. I mean, that'd be a crazy trio, but still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, he's angry enough. He's got the look, the intensive look, you know what I mean? That not the kind of guy I want over for dinner at all. Type of I fun. mean, he the only thing he lacks is the tattoos. Yeah, but that's what makes him stand out, too. I mean, but I, I, that might work against him, but we'll see. I mean, he's a he's a bastard, so, you know, maybe he'll cleanse the bastard, baptize the bastard, right? Something. Maybe, yeah, maybe, so. I think, yeah, I think that's a good look for him, though. I really I really do. I think so. I think it's better for him to move away from the death triangle thing. I liked it, but I just don't know what it does, you know? Um, uh, I think the timing of it, because we heard that we were excited about the rumors of a, a potential trios type of situation, and it just never. Yeah. So I think that's why. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in terms of what they've had him do, you know, mm -hmm. they kind of just been doing the same storyline with different people. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Definitely. yeah. So if this gives them a change of pace, yeah, I'm all for it for sure. Slow down, man. Well, we got match announcements. Uh, interesting matchups for uh, AEW Rampage on Friday, or I guess that'd be tonight. Uh, Trent Beretta taking on Adam Cole Bay Bay. We got the uh, trios match Chris Statlander, Red Velvet, and legit Layla Hirsch taking on the Native Beast, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny. And we have Sean Spears taking on 
Andrew Everett, which I thought was interesting because I didn't know he was all elite or maybe. Is he? He was in uh, Impact, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a Forbidden Door challenge or what, but I or guess he, we'll learn more on Friday. I want to say that he was tagging with, uh, I don't want to call him Cameron Grimes, but, he, you know. Trevor Lee. Yeah, I want to say that they were tagging together with the X Division stuff for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were tearing it up. Yeah, that's yeah that was enough. a good time. He, he, we also he, get he, a... Uh, he could be not even under contract anymore and just... You know, showing up uh, as an independent con- contractor too. Yeah, that's what I was because I don't. I was thinking, was he at Ring of Honor? I don't. Uh, that's a good question, actually. Uh, you can go ahead. I, I'm, I'm doing yeah. Well, I'm as doing we ponder right that, now. yeah, you good man. Uh, we get a special look at uh, the rivalry of Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez, and uh, the main event for Rampage will be the AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the Jurassic Express, or as we like to call. Instant Jurassic <laughs> taking on <laughs> yeah. John Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order, formerly known of the Beaver Boys. And on yeah. Dynamite, we get that. Uh, I think it's the first ever mixed tag. I might be wrong, but I think it is. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander taking on Adam Cole and uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. We I get. Feel, uh, I feel like it is. I don't know who else, like, I guess, quote unquote, couple wise would even. Yeah. Yeah. I, we um, get. Uh, Maybe Kip and Penelope at one point, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know who. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Maybe versus Orange and Chris. I don't know. Uh, we got CM Punk taking on Sean Spears, Serena Deeb taking on Sky Blue. Uh, we have announced that the TNT champion, rightful TNT champion Cody Rhodes, is set to return, and uh, Sting and Darby Allen taking on the acclaimed. Um, the thing that's kind of frustrating, you know, I hate, you know, I love Jr., but I, I, I hate when he doesn't, when he makes like little blunders on commentary. And so they literally announce and show the graphic TNT champion, Cody Rhodes returning live Wednesday. And moments later, uh, he, in you know, Excalibur makes the comment that whoever wins this main event has got to be an upcoming unification match against Cody. And Jim Ross says, yeah, but we don't know when Cody's coming back. And I'm just like, on Wednesday, <laughs> y'all told me. We did, uh, I, from who I got it from, it was you. Yeah, I was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, to give some more light on the, the Andrew Everett situation, September 18th, he was uh, granted his release from Impact, so. Oh, okay. So he's just kind of just been making the rounds then, I'm, I'm assuming. Making, making the rounds, my friend. Gotcha, man. All right, man. Well, we got the main event, and uh, I to lead into it, there was something that took place backstage earlier that I was going to wait to talk about before it tied into the main event. We see the inner circle, uh, Sans Sammy. I'm guessing he's getting ready for his title match. They're uh, being interviewed by uh, Marvez about winning Sports Illustrated's Faction of the Year award. Jericho says it's not surprising as their mission statement has never changed of taking over AEW and the world. Uh, and he says inner circle are uh, blood brothers, which is why if 2.0 gets involved in Sammy's title defense against Daniel Garcia, they plan on backing him up. Eddie Kingston walks in. Uh, and so Eddie tells Jericho he should mind his business and just stop worrying about Daniel Garcia in 2.0 and says no one cares about Sammy, especially him, and doesn't care if they're facing each other because he wants Daniel because of what he did to his knee on Rampage last week. And then points at Jericho and tells Proud and Powerful, he's the reason you're not tag team champions. Jericho yeah, smacks away Eddie's finger yeah, and tells him to shut his mouth. 
then the two begin arguing and talking over each other when Santana tells them to get the shit together as he, Ortiz, and Hager all walk away. Jericho tells Kingston he'll be in Sammy's corner regardless, and if 2.0 get involved, he's going to kick their ass, but then tells him he'll do the same to him if he gets in his way. Eddie begs him to, while Jericho exits by telling him to GFY. Oh, go fuck himself. Yeah, which he was like, GFY. <laughs> but I was like, oh, man, he's using Quincy's finish. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know. Oh, oh man. So oh, that man. takes us to the uh, TNT title match. Um, Daniel Garcia for Sammy Guevara. It was clunky, I will say. It was a good match, but it was clunky. Uh, we do see Kingston and Jericho visibly at ringside. David Crockett is introduced again as the presenter. Uh, we Why see do they Guevara. keep doing this? I don't know. I'm not mad at it, but it does lose its allure because a lot of times when he gets in there, it's just like a handoff. You know, he doesn't really like do the whole. Is it because they were in Carolina again? Is that why? I think that it might be a thing they're attaching to the TNT title. Who knows? Oh I don't, I don't I hope not. Who knows? You know, they're all about prestige. So Guevara hits a spaceman plancha early on and lands awkwardly onto Garcia's head. Like I thought we were going to get into some Zima Ion territory. That's how awkward it looks. Oh, Jesse you know Sorensen I mean? type shit? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Garcia counters the, the uh, backflip dropkick sequence that Sammy does with a midair backbreaker. Uh, and at one point, Garcia trolls Jericho during picture-in-picture with a deep walls of Jericho. I really love this. Like, he put it, he, he applied it, then realized, I want to see where Jericho is at and dragged Sammy in that direction and applied it, like, in his face. Yeah, it was... Real, real, you know, it's not no shit. You know what I mean? Like real, you know, young, young punk shit. So uh, Sammy hits a double jump senton plancha to the floor uh, to return from the break hot. He goes through the GT uh, or was it go to hell? Is that what it is? I'm guessing that's what it stands for. The GTH. Yeah, GTH. Yeah. He he goes through the GTH, but Garcia counters with a double leg takedown. It locks in the sharpshooter deep, but uh, Guevara gets the rope break. Sammy uh, then aims a shooter finger right at the hard cam and hits a horrible looking crossroads at one point to send a message to Cody. But in my opinion, you kind of give away the finish to this because it's like clearly you got to have the interim title unification yeah. match. But when you do that, it's like you're looking over your opponent. You know what I mean? But I digress. Garcia counters the springboard cutter by catching Sammy in a jumping rear naked choke midair, transitions to oh, a bully shit. choke. Yeah. And then hits a sit-out pile driver for two. Nice-looking pile driver for, for that kid. I'll be honest with you. Never seen him do that in the tape I've watched. At this point, 2.0 rushed down to ringside and whipped Jericho hard into the guardrail. If you watch this, it's really bad. Jericho is clearly on the side where you could watch. You, you would see any enemy coming down the ramp. And then he just all of a sudden turns his back to the crowd. And then 2.0 show up in frame it's like okay dude you know Fuck, like, like it wasn't the best you know but uh they they throw him into uh the uh the guard rail hard before doing the best jump on the apron and distract sammy but he takes him out with a super kick and then uh shoves garcia into the other and then hits the gth for the win not a great looking gth either dave crockett tries to present the title post match but sammy gets jumped by 2.0 from behind until jericho rushes in with floyd the bat Kingston's in the ring now, hobbling, but trying to get a piece of Jeff Parker when Jericho hits Parker on the back with the bat. Kingston's not a fan of this, gets in Jericho's face immediately and audibly calls him selfish. While Remsburg does his best to get in the middle as we go off air with the visual of Eddie begging Jericho to take a swing. 
And uh, that was dynamite. What I will say is this. The shit between him and Kingston is just so weird because no one is like if Eddie has an issue with, with Kingston, which he did when he returned, he's not publicizing what his issue is with him. You're only getting certain pieces of it. So that's why to me it comes off like uh Wait, who who's who who are you talking about? Kingston talking about Eddie Eddie and Jericho. Okay, like, and like it's just about- he has issues with Jericho, but we don't know what these issues are. Like it's only when he chooses to talk about it. But other than that, it's like, oh, you're From selfish. Heard, oh, get I out mean- of my way, and all this. And it's just like, but it's just weird because everything else that he's done against someone else, he'll. He, I mean, like the shit with CM Punk, he's super straightforward about, right? But then it's like, I, it's just weird. I feel like they're they're. I don't know why they're they're like trying to take their time to like squeeze as much as they can out of them too. In this oh, I see situation. what you're saying before they start taking the stick and going off on each other. Yeah, because for me, it's like him mentioning, uh, you know, Ortiz and Santana and, and why they haven't been champion. That's the first definitive thing he's ever said about his problem with Jericho. You know what I mean? Well, the for this to be like the third I, week, they've been doing shit. I just thought it was it just the I mean, that- the only thing I remember was that Jericho got taken out two months ago with the chair shot by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia was part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, under, I, I, remember, I understand all of that. He's just mad because he helped him, but I'm like, that's stupid because they were going to fucking like kick your ass. Yeah. So it, it's, me, that's to why me, it's dumb. It's, like, it's, to me, they're trying to sell the classic, the enemy and my enemy is my friend, but I don't want, I don't need a friend. It's like they both have a vendetta against the same guy per se or group, but Neither of them feel like the other one's rivalry is valid, at least not more than their than their individual rivalry. So I get that, but I don't. I don't know. I I, get, I agree with you. Where it's, I'll put it this way: two point is benefiting the most in Garcia from this, in my opinion, because wow. they're in the middle being the antagonist, and they had a good look with that street fight last week. That was a really good match to watch. That was very entertaining, but. I, I don't know. I think I see what you're saying. I don't know if they're like waiting for Punk and MJF to blow off before they really go or what? No, I'm just saying it doesn't make sense because Eddie just did the same shit with fucking Death Triangle where they had to trust him and he was the enemy. So that's why I'm like, oh, I see what you you're just saying. did this with someone else. But then now when it's you, you're acting like you can't get down like that's that. It, it, yeah, that's he, why I have an issue with that. Like It does. It's not going I, I see what you're it's saying. He, weird. He kind of comes off hypocritical because he was once in Jericho's shoes. Which, which, if he has his reasons, that's fine. But he's not elic- He's not listing those reasons. Yeah. Outside, well, of, maybe, I don't like- maybe we're waiting for that pipe bomb moment where they're just yeah, gonna yeah. go. I'll tell you what it is like behind it. Like I've never liked you. I mean, it's kind of like what he said. Like you said, the point. We never needed you. Blah 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 blah. You know, like which was that seemed pretty shoots. And, 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 and I'd we rather never wanted you here. I'd rather hear that than try to fill in the blanks myself, you know, because as far as I know, they never had an issue, you know, prior to, to whatever they're doing now. So that's why I'm like, and, and like, I know Jericho's like there's... a big fan of Kingston, too. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, it's not like there's this, this prior history that we should just be like, well, you know how those guys are. They can never be in the same room for too long. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what was it from uh, Rick and Morty? Oh, you never you never invite a. A slurpy derp and a derpy derp and whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? So it's like if you know that, then yeah, cool. But with this, it's just like, man, what are you doing here again? Why are you trying to like if he I think it's he, the work? I don't I don't really think they got any problems. I'm sure they have yeah, 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 alternate exactly. lifestyles and perceptions of each other. 
but I don't think they're not. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a work. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a shooter now like that. It's just I guess I don't know if because it feels longer than it had to be because they had to wait for Jericho to come back from. What, what, he was sick or some shit, wasn't he? I don't know what it was. I, I, they kept I know. making sure it was non non COVID reasons. I'm like, yeah, for sure. You're over oh, here doing, shot. We're doing con- <laughs> we're doing concerts and you heard your throat hurt, so I don't know. Well, Matt John Jackson kicked out of COVID in three two, games. We say two. I, thought, was. I was like, get the, whatever was like, it was. Not you, Matt. Don't don't get. Yeah, on it's that like train. don't I'm say like, that on a on a TV. I was going to say just to get heat. Like what the fuck? Like yeah, but people and, cheered it, though. That's what's funny. I mean, I'm hoping they were cheering that he was better. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm hoping. But anyways, yeah, that was that was dynamite, man. Um, yeah, I was going to say I thought it was not that was a superb. You know, at least a four and a half out of five for me. You got Adam and Britt finally. You know, it's cool to see heels have girlfriends or, or like real relationships play up. And, and I not, feel like, and not just, I like you know. said, but not just managers, but people who can yeah. actually take bumps and kick ass too. You know what I mean? Yeah, so this is interesting. It, it could be the it couple, which is more believable because Britt is definitely in the time Adam's been running shit in NXT, Britt's been building her stock tremendously. So at this point, if they both got some yep. goals, ooh, that'd be so, you know what I mean? Ice on the cake. And Wardlow versus Punk was great. Um, Brody's debuting and uh, Archer's return, man. I, I thought those were all yeah, great. That's, that's all I, big, yeah, yeah. And then you had uh, uh did, you, did you mention Lethal? Maybe you did. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, I didn't mention that yet. I mean, that and which that was good too. The way that the surprise win came off, and, and, and how did uh, how did Hobbs look pretty good in the match? Because you know, oh, I, yeah, Hobbs, Hobbs impresses me more and more when I see him, man. And that's and why he, I asked because he, always, yeah, yeah, you always can see him. I'll put it this way I had to yeah. update my moveset. <laughs> that's see, and, and I like that. I like that. I like to hear that because that means I can yeah. do it too. But uh Definitely. cool, man. That sounds like I said. Yeah, and the main event was good. You know what I mean? And Serena Deeb and, and Hakeem Rashida, like telling you 12 times with a candlestick. You you enjoy that. It had a lot for everyone. And, just, and when you when you like, think about the main event, they 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 really featured, you know, two of their youngest people that yeah. they, they've been putting some investment in with Daniel I mean, Garcia. I Daniel Garcia getting the main event, you know, so. Yeah, I'm just, there are just a few spots, you know what I mean, that are, that just, like I said, look a little off. I anticipated as much. Yeah, you said that their yeah. chemistry wasn't too fluid, but, you know, yeah, I, 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 I'm definitely going to take a look and see how it goes. Sammy and MJF will battle for worst crossroads ever. That's what I'll say. Hmm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, and the thing is, is you know, right. you, you know, he don't want to be compared to him in any shape, way, or form. So, <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> you know, they hate each other. So, but uh, yeah, man, that was dynamite, man. I, not a bad piece of uh, programming this week. I, I definitely implore you to go out your way to check it out, man. Yeah, I'm actually gonna check it out in a bit when we finish doing what we're doing here. But uh, definitely wanted to thank y'all for doing what y'all do, man. And, uh, so we supporting what we do, listening to us every week, uh, pretty much download you guys on what the landscape of pro wrestling is, you know, on a, again, on a weekly basis. So thank y'all for listening always. And, you know, you could always follow us and, uh, check out everything we're doing, uh, every time, uh, we're going to be on social media and you could uh, follow us on, uh, Instagram at the Quincy Jones show on Twitter. That's going to be at Quincy Jones show. And of course, um, Facebook, dot com backslash Quincy Jones show um also hit us up man uh you know I got the music popping uh like I said we got the we had the music video uh that we we did some filming for we're gonna be doing some more sessions so if you guys are interested hit me up man uh we'll see if we, we'll be able to use you but uh check it out uh right now on uh anywhere you go to uh stream music man right now uh, mainly Spotify is where a lot of people have been going to tap in to check it out but no mercy out right now uh, and of course, uh, we still got the T-shirts, ten dollars a pop, man. You know, a little pocket tee, put whatever you want in there. We ain't gonna tell nobody; it's your pocket. 
Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to support the brand, hit us up at the Quincy Jones Show at Gmail. Uh, dot com hit us with your size we got medium large extra large and i believe we got a few uh double x's as well so let me know and uh doc uh let them know where they, they can go to get that work yeah you guys already know what it is doc lesson or d-o-c-l-e-s-n-a-r there i are five star bars you hit that in your search bar you'll find me man on any one of your favorite platforms stream it now you guys already know this is awesome the album that really just broke down last year got the brand moving and uh you know the streams have been up and i'm always having a hard time keeping them down per usual uh in the meantime go ahead and check me out on mercari as well you go ahead and go to uh Actually, what you should do is follow me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, and my Mercari link is actually right there in the info in the bio. Check me out if you guys want to get any of my merch, Doc Lesnar shirts, Doc Lesnar hats. Uh, we got the foam fingers, etc. And of course, I sell wrestling memorabilia, Funkos, all that stuff. And uh, other than that, follow me at Doc underscore KJS Pod for all things related to this glorious wrestling show. Damn it! And uh, you can follow me at Doc Lesnar on TikTok, and I'm Doc Lesnar on Facebook. And of course, on Twitter, stay safe out there. Mask Absolutely. Up. Crazy yeah, out man. there. Just, just uh, do what you got to do to be safe, man. I yeah, mean, I know, I know people, people, yeah, people going to feel a certain way, but I mean, like, just to get the point A to point B, just do what yeah. you got to do, man. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sick of this shit too, but <laughs> we're from two different angles. You know what I mean? Also, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what I was going to do? I wanted to shout out a uh, friend of the show, Rated R. You know, we got. Some oh, work. absolutely, man. Yeah. At, uh, Black History Month compilation that Mark Henry, Mikey Ruckus are working on. They announced that uh, for AEW. I did see that. Uh, so, yeah, man, uh, and Mega Ran as well. Shouts to Mega Ran, another friend of the show. Did, did, did uh, they already? They announced everybody involved already. Uh, I, I've seen a couple names. Yeah, that Mikey uh, talked about. But you guys don't know where we got the strong style and profiling remix with Mega Ran. Check that out. And we got some work coming out with Rated R for sure. Yeah, he has the, the 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 Arnold Palmer album out right now, and I know he's coming out with the Honor. H O N O R, uh, a Palmer album that's going to be, I believe it's a special edition for like Ring of Honor and stuff like that. He was talking about it when we were uh, watching, uh, was oh, it best, best in the world or something like that. We were watching it uh, in Boston. Uh, wow. I, saw he, I saw he was talking about that on Twitter. So I know we, we, we may be Good. on that. We'll see what's up. I know we got, like you said, we got some future work. Yeah, congratulations. Get together. So. Yeah, get it together. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, congratulations to him, man. Uh, uh, again, we, we love uh, seeing our, our peers, uh, you know, who are truly mm-hmm. in it for the right reasons and doing everything that they can to help push that, that culture yeah, forward, get, get acknowledged. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just uh, one of those cool things. I almost forgot about that. So thank you for bringing that up and yeah. again, check, other, check him out as well, man. Rated R man. Other than that, you already know what it is and what it do. Three words form top guys out. out.